fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not gonna make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, James. Joining me as always is my good friend Alan Jacoby. What's going on, dude? What is happening? Oh, every time I do this, there every we go. Every time. Every time. I always forget to put the better angle on. Now we got it going. Looking let's, sharp, looking let's, fresh. Let's just get one thing straight: is you do not have a better angle at all. Alan. I have the best angle. No one comes to the show to look at you. They turn on the they, the people that listen to Apple li- want to listen to you. They listen on the podcast app. The people that come and watch live and want to see our beautiful face, it's clearly because of me. I'm clearly the better half uh, when it comes to that. You have a face made for radio, my friend. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to be the one to break it to you. Sorry to be the one to break it to you. But... I, mean, I, I know that, though. I do <laughs> me, on the other hand, I'm unaware. But... Uh, uh yes co- commies are gay my friend bryce i like coming in hot in the beginning of the chat i That's love right. it today is I fat love- tuesday if you were in mardi gras today's the last day of mardi gras it's fat tuesday laurie and i chat over here hi carol carol's in here carol davis she's in there here every every show she's in the chat but yeah it's fat tuesday that's right happy i didn't d- didn't even realize that it's the yeah. day after president's day where our president decided to go to another country we'll get into that uh, the Twitter files, the James O'Keefe situation, more Nord Stream pipeline stuff, uh, tons and tons of stuff to get into today. Before we get into that, let's uh, shout out our sponsors of this episode. 
My Patriot Cigars. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off your entire order. These cigars are unbelievable. Uh, recently found out that they are ro- the blender is the same blender as the goat himself, Michael Jordan. These cigars are unbelievable. I love them. My favorite's the Mark 48. But if you're not familiar with, with the cigars, there's four different types. Order a sample pack. But if you know what you like, pick up a box. These things are, are worth every penny. Uh, spring is coming up. If you're a golfer, like going to the beach, nothing better than a fat stogie uh, when the uh, the nice weather comes around. So go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Code WPRUSA or 15% off. Can't forget our friends at Kush Cream's number one topical in the game. 21-time Cannabis Cup award winning. They won 21 Cannabis Cups for a reason. I use this stuff every day. It's the best pain cream in the world. Go to KushCreams.com. Code, code GREAT1776 or WPRUSA. And last but not least, our friends at Sirius CBD, number one CBD on the planet. Uh, our friend Dick Punch, Mick, got off all of his uh, PTSD medication and strictly uses Sirius CBD. So go to GetSirius-CBD.com. Code WPRUSA for 15% order, off your order. Me and Marley take this every day as well. My dog, she loves it. She gets it couple drops a day herself but it gets serious dash cbd.com now that that's all done alan the media has finally picked up the twitter files have you seen this which media outlets are picking it up now oh the, all the mainstream ones the cnn's the msnbc's the, they're all yeah. talking about it it's amazing you know what they're talking about alan all misinformation it's disinformation no 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 it's not what they're talking about they will though oh no 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 no. this is this is what they're highlighting out of all the things that have come out in the twitter files matt talaby or whatever however you pronounce his name put out a new twitter file today i haven't really got to skim over it but it's basically to refute the report that's coming out that the media is pushing because the media has picked up the twitter files in the fact that Donald Trump used his presidential power to try to censor Chris, Chrissy Teigen. Uh, and that's what they're they're hung up on. The yeah. media is finally mentioning this. They're not talking about the DOJ or, uh, you know, the FBI working with them. They're not talking about Adam Schiff, uh, you know, per, per getting Paul Sperry personally banned. They're not talking about any of that. Forget about all that, Alan. Because Donald Trump, Donald Trump was upset, so he reached out. And said, uh, "Hey, I don't like this tweet. Can you get it removed?" Because and, here's what they have. Because here's what they have to do. They know at some point they're going to have to talk about the Twitter files. Now, it really doesn't matter what part of the Twitter files they talk about. So, of course, <laughs> they have these three-quarter retard producers sitting there skimming through it all and saying, "Hey, look, let's talk about." Donald Trump trying to censor a liberal Hollywood elitist because then we can say, look, they want to they want to censor liberals just like they're saying liberals want to censor conservatives. So we'll just deal with that. We'll talk to our base and Mm -hmm. we'll we'll look like assholes doing it. I mean, it's perfect. It's it's amazing. And and the old saying, you don't just stop an enemy that's destroying itself. And this is exactly what's happening. People see how ridiculous this is. People see through it. Uh, there's a reason why the, the, the ratings are going down the tubes. Uh, not, Don, not low Don, enough, though, which, which, uh, is, which no, is why. No, they're not low enough. But, I, you know, Chris Cuomo's in 
hot water right now. He's in he's in big trouble. Uh, text messages and, and emails are coming out from him saying that he wanted to shoot up all of CNN and then kill himself. And, and, and nothing's going to happen there because he's still <laughs> there on News Nation. Not even- <laughs> Real stable individual Fredo is real stable. Um, then you have Don Lemon Limon, Don Lime. He's getting kicked off the morning show after getting demoted off of prime time. He just he's got, getting he's getting formal training. I believe he's back tomorrow. I believe he's oh, back oh, tomorrow. Morning. Oh, oh, he got formal training yeah. because of his remarks about Nikki Haley. Formal training on not how to be a complete moron. Meanwhile, he's still in a lawsuit for groping another man in the bathroom, uh, un, un, unprovoked or uh, unsolicited groping by Don Lamone. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I'm allegedly. Sure guy, I'm sure the guy wanted Don Lamone to grab him. Yeah. I, who wouldn't, dude? Who wouldn't want wouldn't Don, Don Lamone to grab him? I'd want it for the lawsuit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Grab me, dude. We're going grab, to court. Grab me. Grab me. I dare you. I dare you. You... you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but he's not. Listen, he's another one of. They have to keep him because if they fire him, then it, then it's just it it, it it's just that I fired whole, the gay black guy. It's that trifecta. You got rid of Stelter. You got rid of well, Cuomo. They're gonna get rid of Don Lemon. I mean, they they have to hold on to him. So they can send him to formal training. He's the gay black guy. He's the equity hire, and we we got We got to keep him. We got to keep. Him. He's the gay. He, he's the token gay black guy. That's what he's there for. He's there to be be that guy. But it's it's funny because nobody's watching. I mean, for the most part, the ratings are in the tube. Uh, it's it's all garbage, and uh, they're eating themselves. They're falling apart. Like it's it's glorious to see. I don't know about you, Alan. Like I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this part of the show. Um, this is I something that. That I, I, I just I just want I don't want them to go away. Like I, I completely disagree when people say, "Well, that show, like the, you know, whether it was Stelter, whether it was Cuomo, whether it was the Morning Show with Don Lemon on, oh, cancel them, cancel them, cancel them." No, no, no. I, I we need them because we need the clown show. We need to show how stupid these people really are, and we need mm-hmm. them there. We we oh, do I agree. We need them there. I agree. And, Brian Stel- Stelter's at the. Uh, the world government uh, forum that they had recently. What was he there? Fluffer. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought he was there doing. He was there being Humpty Dumpty on Who on the ledge. Rob's fluffer. Yep, he was just there, just you know, doing his own thing. Um, but it's it's cool to see the media finally, finally after months of reporting by Matt Talaby, they're finally picking up. Twitter files and they and there's they, they they're saying they're coming out and they're saying it this is the best part of it Alan this is the best the best part they're saying that because Donald Trump is a public figure he has no right to censor anybody right. it's well, against the first amendment that's what they're saying about well, I'm, I'm glad that they're saying this because this is great because again it, it's like the <laughs> The faces change, but the story is the same. So, all right, if 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 Donald Trump made a phone call and tried to to, to censor this piece of shit Hollywood elitist, and well, that that's that's one that's one situation. Find me 50, 50 instances where conservative public figures or conservative influencers are trying to censor a deplatform. 
liberal media sources. See, I'm different. I want them all to be there. We we need them all. Because I agree. That is, that is the comic Clearly. relief, and that and and I think more conservatives should be watching them as well to 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 realize how how destructive and really screwed up that they are. Like, well, I I, I think we're past that point. I think that was more a lot ne- more necessary. Uh, like a year ago, uh, we, it's still important, but I, at this point they're, they're eating themselves. Like they're destroying themselves. They're attacking themselves. And, and that's, what's glorious to see. I don't want them canceled. Like, I don't want us to call for them canceling themselves, but when you see them destroying themselves in the Brian Stetler, the Chris Cuomo, like they're, they're literally making themselves look stupid and it's yeah. it's glorious to see and they're getting they're not getting canceled because we're calling for it they're they're getting fired and and uh demoted because of their actions and the things that they're doing and that's that's i'm fine with that like i agree with you that they they we need them we definitely need these people in our lives it's 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 so entertaining it's so much fun to watch and uh and and just lo- look at the hypocrisy and and laugh at it I miss the old. I miss the old CNN. Like uh, Brian in the chat on over here. I I, I do too. I miss oh, the Brian, old who you yelled at last week. Yeah, I yelled Brian. at him. I, I yelled at him last week. Brian, yeah. I hope, yeah, he's, Al, obviously, Al, he's obviously not mad. He's back. Yeah, yeah. He's Alan's a piece of shit. I was Brian. I was telling somebody about that today, actually, about how I yelled at you, and then I was like, "Yeah." And then the guy's like, "Hey, I haven't missed a podcast in like a year." And then I looked. At, I, I was telling my wife. I looked at my wife, and I was like, "Yeah, I felt like shit." Like yeah, a, what a dickhead this guy is. What a man. dickhead. What a, <laughs> kind of a bag of shit am I? Yeah, you yeah, want every it, time. Well, well, like you said last week, Alan, when, when this happened, you're like, if you've been listening to every episode, you know I'm a piece of shit I already. So scumbag. I am so this should this should be expected. And so, I and I'm the same. I'm the, listen on the air and off the air, I'm the same exact person. Oh, he asked a question because J- Jimmy Carter's in hospice care. He's, I don't know, I think he's still, I think he's still hanging on, but he's got like one and a half foot in the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts on Jimmy Carter, horrible president. You know, he, listen, patriotic American, love this country. I didn't really have any issues with Jimmy Carter. As, as, I, don't have any, I don't have any issues as, as Jimmy Carter as a man. Horrible president, horrible leader. I don't wish bad on him. I mean, the guy's going to pass away. It, it, it is what it is, but he... um. You a know, lot of the policies have helped usher in a lot of that he created. I just, I, that's why I just said he was a horrible president, horrible leader. But as as a man, he never he never did anything to, to me to say, "Hey, I hate that motherfucker." You know, like uh, policies yeah. helped ruin America. That's that's yeah. why a good reason to hate him. And he, well, you know, if if he was only there, well, he was only there four years. So if all of his policies really ruined America, then we're really no. It, up. It, it it helped. It helped. I'm not saying it did. It helped. It helped. And, uh, I, I, I hope he's not going to suffer. And like, like, I don't want him to suffer. Like if you told me tomorrow that, you know, Barack Obama was in a horrific accident. And it what was about George coma, Bush I, and George Bush. I would wish that the both of them had the most painful deaths known to man, both, both Bushes and Obama. I don't even wish that on Bill Clinton, his wife, Hillary. Absolutely. Look, Bill Clinton, look, I don't hate Bill Clinton. Look at the the world conflict that we're in right now with Iran because of Jimmy Carter's actions. Because he's look, an idiot. Look at look at a lot of the things that are going on that still fester from those decisions that he made back in the seventies. Um, uh, you know, uh, I I think he was towing the globalist line. I think he was, uh, you know, he's was and always is and always was one of them. Uh, oh, part I'm of the unit party with that, but um. 
but he, you didn't. know, I don't, I don't, I don't wish I, I, what I do wish is that he gets right with God before he dies because, uh, he didn't he, give me that. He doesn't give me the, the, the satanic piece of shit globalist vibe, like the, the Bush clan and Obama does, you know, it's, 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 it's different. But some of these celebrities don't either. Like, you know, if you told you, you, you told me that the rock was, doing some weird fucking shit. Even when I was going down these rabbit holes, I'd, I'd be like, he doesn't give off that vibe. Like he just I doesn't. I never and, and, and yeah, but, but a lot of people do. And you know, I, I, I respect uh, like there's a fine line that you walk when you, when you research a lot of these people and you learn what they're into. And um, you know, it's a fine line when you're talking about people that are truly successful on their own merit and people that have gotten there from ill gotten gains or have done things nefariously well, to get Hollywood. there. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. But I, I do, I do respect hard work uh, when it comes to success. And I respect his work ethic when it comes to that. Like the guy he's up at four in the morning, he's in the gym, like he's, he's putting in the work and everybody's like, Oh, he does steroids. Like you could do all the steroids in the world uh, and, and not hit the gym and not look like him. It's very easy to do that. Like it, it, t- it still takes a lot of fucking work uh, to be in that kind of shape. He's a terrible actor. He's an atrocious actor. Um, but, yeah, uh, but, but at the same time, he doesn't come off as like a, a, a Satanist, a pedophile or anything like that. And then you see a Saturday night live clip or you see the interview where he's talking about, he, he eats kids and pineapple to get so big. Like, you're like, all right, maybe, maybe I was wrong. And, uh, you know, when you, you, you hear about things in Hollywood and how people get successful in Hollywood, there's, there's no way you're getting that as big as he is without doing things that you're, you wouldn't want your fans to know. So I don't. I don't put anything past anybody anymore uh, as far as who they portray themselves to be publicly. Uh, I look at a lot of actions more than anything. And a lot of actions that that man had, Jimmy Carter uh, has put this country in, in very bad spots for, for decades. Um, and he's considered one of the worst presidents of all time for a reason. This is not. I, something- I, I think, I think actually he, that that record has been broken. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, has without been- with, with no question, Jimmy it's Carter is going to die. Not the worst president. That's fine. He's probably he, he. Here's what he probably did. He probably got right with God and prayed that he would he would he would live to see the day he's no longer considered the worst president in United States history. Because we now have that and enjoy back. No, but you know, Alan, you, you, I don't know, man. I don't know. According to the Atlantic, according to the Atlantic, the Atlantic. Alan, Joe Biden. Yeah. The guy you just said is the worst president of all time. Yeah. Just destroyed Putin's last hope. The president's visit to Ukraine was a gut punch to the Russian leader. But did you know also, was it last week or the week before? It was a, I believe it was a Breitbart article that I don't remember where I saw it. General Milley basically said that Russia has lost the war. Gen- yeah, I, I saw that. Yep. General Milley said that, you know. Well, I, I, I did see that. And and I find this a very interesting narrative because Joey Bag of Donuts, his visit to Ukraine, this death blow mm-hmm. to, to Putin, according to the Atlantic. Yeah, OK. He went over there and we have I'll, I'll show some of some of the clips from his speech and, and the response that he got over in Poland um, and in Ukraine. But um. I find it very interesting because he goes over. We've not only already given them $130 billion. We've given them Abrams tanks. We've given them all these different resources, weapons, et cetera. 
and convinced other countries to give him without a doubt without a doubt Ukraine a lot of shit i mean without you, a doubt give him concert you you two concerts in subways private yeah. youtube concerts interviews with with, with letterman in the subway yeah. like appearances at every uh global or every award show possible mm-hmm. in in you know you british american he's at every single one of them in his green shirt um joe biden oh. goes over there and he says uh, a week after Milley tells everybody that the Russia's lost the war, he says, we're going to give them even more money. Now, can someone please make this make sense? Let's just say that what they're saying at face value is true, that when General Milley goes on TV, Russia is losing this war and they have lost. If that is truly the case, why the fuck are we giving them more money, Alan? Well, because... <clears throat> They haven't quite lost the war yet, but they need it. You know, reinforcements. They needed to reinforce Joe Biden's pockets and others. You know, it's just listen. It's one big scam. We know it's one big revolving door. It's the it's the most corrupt country and government in the world, and we have our we are balls deep into Ukraine, like unbelievably. And we all know why. We all multiple, know how there's multiple layers to that onion. There is. Um, you know, now we're going to give them another whatever it is, four other was like f- almost five hundred million dollars, and like ten million of it is going to go for their uh, elect- electric infrastructure or something like that. Um, we're talking about paying, you know, uh, pensions and 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 all of this other stuff for for the people of Ukraine, and it. It's 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 never ending, and then now we have China, that is, you know that they, they, they may turn around and give lethal aid to Ukraine, and politically I would not, I mean to Russia I would not blame them because if they're going to align themselves with Russia, while the West and all of these other countries in Europe are giving Ukraine money and weapons well if they're if they're looking towards world war three and then this is china's chance to take taiwan well russia is going to back china in that deal also if they go ahead and take taiwan so you know joe biden we're right there joe biden's i said i think i put out a tweet today or yesterday that joe biden's going to propel us into full-blown world war three financially um i think we're already there dude well i mean i mean when i mean more is what we we will have we our we will be fighting Russia with them, like one way or another. Whether it's troops, whether it's unmanned uh, 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 military um, equipment, one way or another, we will be officially involved in the war by summer, and this war will last into the next presidential election. Because again. The Biden administration and the Democrats need a war. The military industrial complex need a war. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they already, we already, we just gave, um, I think it was a $2 billion contract uh, just this past week, I think, to um, Lockheed Martin for, uh, you know, their, various, you know, launch systems, weapon systems. All right. Listen, they, they make our weapons. It is what it is. But that, I think that's just a, a, a taste of what's to come. Because once war has started, for us, when we're knee deep in it, we're going to see a lot of that. 
And the, then what's going to happen? The, the military industrial complex is going to enrich themselves. Mm-hmm. And then where is that money going to go? That money's going to go to the Democratic Party going into a presidential election. Oh, also so, Mitch McConnell and, and, and right. Kevin McCarthy and, and all these rhino. rhino cokes. Yeah, you're just going to get into this entire, again, revolving door. The money comes in, the money goes out, it goes back in, and boom, Democrats are, 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 are corrupt Democrats are putting money into their campaigns and into their pockets. I mean, it is. So, no, Alan, listen, listen. I, I Right now, we are on the brink, on the precipice of World War III. Uh, you know, Joe Biden's actions with Nord Stream Pipeline, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit more. I want to talk more about his visit to Ukraine. Um, but uh, those actions, what he's doing with Ukraine, just just the offensive of NORAD and what they're doing with Ukraine, how much weapons and how much resources they're supplying Ukraine and uh, to uh, being right next to Russia. Imagine, just imagine it was Russia or China doing that to Cuba or Mexico and just giving them all these resources to battle up against us. How would the United States government feel about that? They would not be taking too kindly to it and they would probably defend their position. And that's exactly what Russia is doing. And, and I have a clip from Putin that I want to play in a second, but uh, he basically gave a State of the Union to Russia, and it was a fantastic State of the Union. I wish uh, we'd hear some of our politicians and, and leaders in our movement talk like this. But Donald Trump spoke also re- recently down in Florida for Agenda 47. Yeah. Uh, love the name. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. It's a, a giant troll job. Um, and uh, he brought up the potentials of World War III. And he had two two clips that I want to play for you, Alan, that were pretty, pretty good. Whoop. Hold on. One second. You know, I, I had a I really I had a converse, conversation with someone uh, yesterday and we were going back and forth about the whole, you know, because they're like pro Ukraine and stuff. And they were getting so mad at me when I kept saying, hey, you remember when Russia beat the Nazis? <laughs> they yes. were getting so angry when Dude. I kept bringing up Russia invading Berlin and putting a stop to the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And he was getting, he was literally getting frustrated. So I don't see why he's getting frustrated at truth. Well, there's more to that. Oh, I mean, there's always more to everything, but that's what happened. That's that's, that's like we, we were the we were the mop up guys. Like, yeah. you know, the the Bolsheviks came in and screwed shit up and stopped. The Third Reich in their tracks, and also, also Hitler tried to expand into Russia as well, just sure. just a little too early, in my opinion. And Russia, the Siberia, Siberia, and that whole terrain is a whole nother animal. And this is kind of what Donald Trump's actually talking about. There's no volume. There's oh. no audio of the big bang. I got it. I got it. I got it fixed. Got it fixed. Big bad orange man. Ready? With yeah, the cold. They beat Napoleon with the cold. They beat Hitler with the cold. That's how they win. And that's what they're doing now. They're knocking out all the power plants and people are freezing to death. And it's a very bad thing. I could settle that in one day. As president, you need the power of that office. But settle in one day, you need he says. to have uh, Steckel. 
You need to have a way of dealing. You can't do that just by standing and saying, oh, we're going to get it. Look, uh, people are dying. The country is being obliterated, obliterated. Uh, Russia's a warring nation. They have many missiles. And if those missiles didn't work, they have other missiles, which we don't even want to talk about. Very powerful missiles, just like we have, and bombs. And uh, that should be settled immediately, and it could be settled immediately. And when I watch these people going over there and talking, they have no idea what they're doing. And every day that goes by, in many ways, is a gift to Putin, because it just gets worse and worse, mm -hmm. and more and more people are, you know, how do they live like that? How do they, and many aren't living. Uh, the death count is much higher than what people are reporting, much, much higher. And it's a shame to see it because there's a case, you know, today's president's day. He also had this to say. It's a nuclear word, not supposed to ever be mentioned. Ever, ever, ever. It's mentioned every single day now. Every single day they talk about, will this end up in nuclear war? We're on the precipice of a disaster, the likes of which this world has never seen. This will make World War I and World War II like baby stuff. Yeah, he's 100% right. I mean, it, 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 it could get to that point with these kinds of powers at play. I don't think it will, but I think it, it, it could get very close. And I, will say, I will say, though, if, if it does come to that, you know, media-wise and, and, and government-wise, this will not be called World War Three. They will come up with the with with the most creative name for the war operation something or another but this will not ever 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 optically by our government and our media be called world war three Me, meaning legacy mainstream media and our government alan i i i i i want to agree with you on that i i want to but i i don't think they give a shit about optics. Uh, I don't care. But they part, don't care. Part, no, they, they they do they do when it matters on on their agenda, and they don't want the American people using the term World War Three. So we that, already are. Yes, we are. We are. But if they can get their base and their masses to and their influence. Ooh and their legacy media to keep repeating another term, operation, whatever it is, then, excuse me, then um, they'll do that. Just like, listen, you repeat the lie enough, you start to believe it, because that's their, that's their thing. And they'll do it. I mean, stupid people will fall for it, but they will do it. I, I think they might try, but I, I again, I, I really don't think they give a shit about optics. If they gave a shit about optics, they, they would be doing things a lot differently because the American public is seeing what's going on in Ohio. Like even you have Rosie O'Donnell, like the biggest liberal troll there is. She looks like a bridge troll is now saying it looks like they're covering something up. And this is this is how how crazy this situation in Ohio is getting that you have the, the, li the most liberal human beings in the world saying that there's a cover up going on. And you have Joey Bag of Donuts going to the Ukraine on President's Day, He's and George Washington's celebrated birthday, 
he goes to the Ukraine instead of going to Ohio. And the only reason uh, anything is being done in Ohio is because Donald Trump last week on Friday, when we were, right before we were on air, we, we, we broke the news that he was going to go over to East Palestine. And very shortly, and, w- and what we were saying on Friday is, oh, how quickly is the Biden administration going to you know, circle back and turn around their, what they were saying before that they're not going to send FEMA? And it took them less than 24 hours to say, oh, we're going to send FEMA over to help now. But now uh, it's going to be a matter of what they're actually going to do. Of course. And, and, and they're not going to do nearly enough. No, they're not. No, they're not. But again, they, if they cared about optics, Joe Biden would have went to Ohio before he went to the Ukraine. Optically, well, it does not look good. And, and, and Ultra Pepe Lives Matter puts out a great tweet. Really great tweet. He says, think about how atrocious the optics are of Biden visiting Ukraine on Americans' presidents today instead of visiting a modern-day Chernobyl inside of his own country. He's giving millions to the Ukraine while blocking aid to East Palestine. No matter what happens, Biden always does what will make the people despise him even more. He's become the literal living embodiment of a red pill that screams loudly to every normie to wake the hell up. You'd be absolutely blind not to see it. And, and, and what's interesting is the amount of people that are blind that when they see something like that, that will actually put out tweets and still run with the narrative of, oh, well, but they denied aid from the the people of Ohio. They denied aid from Biden the the first time it was over. And they'll say that because these sickos will believe it because these sicko influencers that are getting paid as operatives that are saying this, it's so unbelievable what people will actually question and and or not question and they'll just believe they'll just they'll just believe it and now they'll think oh that something great is being done because now FEMA is coming and they'll find a way to, to to spin that meanwhile people won't look at the big picture when we had a 1.7 trillion dollar spending bill back in December 785 million dollars of that bill was taken and uh, uh, redirected for the transportation, housing, and clothing of illegal aliens that came into this country by breaking our immigration laws. They, they, but we can't – we have 5, 000, less than 5,000 people in East Palestine, Ohio, mm-hmm. where right, give, give each family a million dollars and put them in a luxury hotel until we can figure out what's going to happen with the soil, the air, and the water and the mitigation process that has to happen there. And the cleanup, and then I'll I'll say, well, you're 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 doing something for those people. This is this is the exact spin that you're talking about, Alan. This is exactly what these liberal media outlets are putting out into the to the ethos for everybody to see, which is the the this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that was uh, just hiding in his bunker during protests, and Joe Biden goes to Ukraine in the middle of a war. This is the right. type of propaganda bullshit that they put out for their lapdogs to eat up and, and, and share and retweet. And I'll tell you, man, every single day, less and less are buying it. And, the, and every single day, the amount of people that are waking up are more and more and more because of the actions and the things that are going on. Like I said, when you have people like Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. 
calling this stuff out, you have to start to say, hey, maybe we're actually getting to these people a little bit. Maybe we are starting to 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 make a dent in these these idiots' minds. But all, all she's saying is, oh, the lack of response, because the the moment anybody brings up politics, it'll be back to, well, Donald Trump is bad. He would do bad things. And, and you know, I, the whole thing with more and more people waking up, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm also not agreeing with the amount, amount that you or other people might think there is. Because when you see that that meme you just showed, which we know the left can't meme, they're completely ridiculous. But they they I guess that's their they're trying hard. But when you have when you have Twitter pages like uh uh, uh what is it, uh, Patriot Takes or 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 Midas Touch or the Young Turks with hundreds of thousands and some of the millions of followers who are eating this stuff up. It, it just, it, it, it is unbelievable how these, you will, you will call them uh, progressive normies are just, it's either, it's like you have all of these ridiculous people on the left that are pushing that narrative to as many people as they can desperately, even though some of them might even know how stupid it is and they might be paid operatives on social media. A lot of them are. And then you have people like us that actually care. You have MAGA Republicans, you have conservatives, you have this one, you have the left, you have the right. And then you have the people that don't care at all. You have the people that are not paying attention to anything that's going on and just walking around in bubbles just not still not caring. I, I agree. People who don't know who Nikki Haley is. People who don't know who Tim Scott is. People who don't know who Pete Buttigieg is. It's freaking wild. There's tons of those people, Alan. I agree. But they're like I said, they're less and less every single day because it has to directly affect them. And not everybody, and a lot of these people that are are like that, if you notice. A lot of them, they're a little bit more well off than most. Financially, they're not really taking a hit, and they're own they're they're in their own little bubble. Like my father, he works every day. All he does is work, and when he's done with work, the last thing he wants to do is pay attention to what's going on. He wants yeah. to go put on the Yankee game and watch the game and put on you know put on some sports and do something like that. And, and that's- problem is that middle class America is so wrapped up in their lives doing that because they have to be and the last thing they want to do is pay attention to all of this horrible stuff that's going on when it's affecting middle class America the most like I have I have family members that have their own businesses small businesses they some of them don't even vote because they, they just they don't care politically and some of them I'm glad because they're sick liberals and like the way they think and like the values that they have so I'm glad they're not voting but it's just amazing that they just don't pay attention they work 12 hours a day 10 hours a day some less some more they go home they do their thing play football drink beer I watch football drink beer yeah. play out whatever the fuck that they do, and they're Absolutely. not paying attention Absolutely, because because it hasn't directly affected them. It hasn't hit them w- personally yet, and that's but the it, problem. It is directly affecting them, but they're just ducking and weaving. That, that's but, all they're doing. But Alan, it hasn't direct like like for them like they, they it's affecting them because yes, they're, they're they have to spend more money. Everything is more expensive. It's affecting their business and things like that because of the economy. But it ha- like it hasn't put them in a spot where they're like. Oh shit! This is really bad. Yet, 
like th- 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 this this hasn't happened like for example for example i haven't talked about this on air but i've uh, i'm going to uh because i was given some advice as to why i should um but using my father as an example i send my father stuff all day every day i bombard him uh, with with he doesn't want to see it doesn't even want to look doesn't very rarely ignore he's starting to acknowledge some things now he's 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 starting to acknowledge some things now but the reason why i think he's starting to acknowledge some things because he something happened that happened to him personally i told you the story alan and uh, i'm going to tell our audience now um Recently, a friend of mine was visited by the FBI and uh, in, in relations to January 6th. And they were asked about their day and how everything that they went, how, that went down there. They never stepped foot in the Capitol. They were just there, you know, going to see Donald Trump. And they got a visit right after the holidays in January, right after the new year. And uh, after they told him what they were doing and, their, how their day went and unfolded. They held up two pictures and asked this person if they knew me, knew, knew somebody in the pictures. One was my mugshot from when I got arrested when I was 21 years old for marijuana mm-hmm. charges. And he asked if he knew me. I never went to January 6th. You didn't I, never, go to DC. I didn't even go to DC. I stayed in Las Vegas. I wouldn't fly. I wouldn't get on a plane because I refused to wear a mask and I refused to play the game. But the FBI is showing my mugshot to somebody who went and said, do you know this person? And then asked specifically by my name, do you know James Kirk? Mm-hmm. I told my father this story. <clears throat> and this story was the story that was like, oh shit. Like our government is doing things they're not supposed to. Like He's like, James, are you doing anything wrong? I'm like, no, I just, I just go on and gangbang about the government all day. Like I just... Talk, you know, talk about the things that are going on. Talk about current events, like like no, uh, like any other news station. I don't condone violence. I don't push for violence. I never condone violence, and I never wanted violence ever. I I I I think a civil war situation would be the worst possible situation in American history, and would would cause more damage than actually help. And 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 they're asking about me, so I tell my father this, and he's like, I don't think this is a country that. I want to live in anymore. He's like, maybe you should think about getting a new line of work, James. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? He goes, cause you know, you're being targeted. I'm like, I'm, I, I, I'm aware that I'm being targeted. I knew I was being targeted before I was told about this. This is just confirmation that I'm being targeted. And I was like, if I quit and I stop doing this, if I don't open my mouth and I say, you know what, the FBI's looking into me, they're starting to ask questions, and I cower down and I I bend the knee and say, you know what, this is too much for me, I don't want to get in trouble, then who the fuck else is going to stand up and say something and fight against our government? If we all bend the knee and say, I, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, I don't want to you know, get any trouble, I don't want to cause any problems, I'm just going to shut up and, and be quiet. No, fuck that. That's right. when you double the fuck down and you stand your ground and you fight. Because if there weren't people like that, if I wasn't willing to fight, who the fuck else is? Well, that's what it is. People, people get spooked. Like, listen, I'm the same way. I, I've had I've had so many people that, you know, 
whether it's in 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 the professional world in 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 hardcore competitive business where they will try anything to get you jammed up whether it's with the government law enforcement anything else and and people have tried to spook me and 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 make things up where i i had to deal with certain things and i didn't give a shit it didn't stop me what it did was it made me it emboldened me to push harder mm-hmm. and i'm 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 the same way like we say various shows we say a lot of things on shows i do a lot of shows other shows and 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 i speak my mind because that right is afforded to me under the constitution i'm not inciting violence i'm not telling people to go and do things i'm speaking my mind what i'm telling people to do is think on their own and if people just don't like my views and they want to target me for it well that's fine and i'm going to deal with it and i've had people say to me is like aren't you worried about some of the things that you talk about that people are going to come after you and my attitude and my response no I expect people to target me and come after me. The only way they're going to stop me is by putting a bullet in my head. Mm-hmm. Not going to stop. Nope. Figure out some way that they can imprison me for doing absolutely nothing for speaking my mind. But Which no, they're doing to the Tates. Which they're doing to the Tates. Right. Uh, like, uh, got released, proving right. that they're being framed. Right. So, like, I, I'm I'm not going to stop. People even also ask me, well, what about people you associate with who have been in trouble, high profile people with the government? No, I'm not going to not speak to those people because I, I no, 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 none of that. And, and nobody should. <clears throat> I don't they can't take anything away from me. I'm self-made. I do what I do. And, uh, you know, you're not going to cancel me. Um okay. And I, I'm I'm gonna die on the hill of I'm going to speak my mind. You're not going to stop me. I'm not relying on the government. So, but it, but but people don't realize people don't realize like people think that our founding fathers just were like you know what fuck this and they got together and they 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 fought this war and 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 took took the country from England. That's not the case at all. Like they tried every route possible. They were writing under pen names to to get out information so nobody knew who they were it wasn't really until they signed the declaration of independence and they put their name on paper which would have been if they had lost uh immediate treason uh uh charge for signing that that declaration of independence um it wasn't really until then until they came out of uh, of hiding and told the world who they were like, hey, we're this is who we are. We're gonna we're gonna take this country uh, away from this this tyrannical rule in England. And the I same, just can't believe they're trying to portray George Washington, Andrew Jackson, and Thomas Jefferson as white guys because I think all three of them are black. <laughs> this again, oh my god! If you missed Friday's episode, go back and watch it. Alan Alan details on uh, convincingly, convincingly. I'll give him as to well, why. Show me an actual photo, not an not an art artist rendering, not a painting, not a photos didn't exist back then. Well, you know, you know that saying, take a pic or it didn't happen. Prove to me. (laughs) I I need a list of 20 notable people. Cruising cruising along the Delaware on Christmas Day never happened. Uh, because there's no photos, it's just a painting. I don't know. I I I just 
It's just... <laughs> well, my point, my point of that whole story was not to, to, to get at the fact that uh, if people like us don't speak up or cower to these tyrants who are trying to threaten us, that wasn't the point. The point was uh, my father realizing that our government is tyrannical and doing things not in the, the right. best interests of the people. Somebody who never paid attention to anything now thinks that way. Yeah, someone who never paid attention to anything is now like, oh, shit, maybe I don't want to live in this country anymore. And now, which is a step in the right direction in my book, because now if I can now show him like, okay, um, this is happening instead of fleeing and getting away. Because that used to be my philosophy. I used to think like I literally told my father when I was 19, I told a story all the time that I was going to go to Costa Rica. I didn't think there was any fight. There was no reason to fight. They controlled everything. I was like, now is more. Now we need to fight more than ever. Now we need to stand up and speak our minds and, and speak the truth and double down on what we believe in. And instead of cowering away. And, uh, and that's my next step with my father. But, I'm I've, never had a, I've never had a bone in my body say, hey, I don't want to live in this country anymore. Like every bit of me just wants to um, fight and defend on what this country was founded upon. Now you that know? it is, but, but, but I'm talking, I, Alan, I was 19 years old. This is like 2008, so 10 <laughs> years, you know, over 10 years ago, almost 15 years ago, Jesus Christ. Um. And, uh, you know, they controlled everything. You know, the economy's falling apart. 2008, the housing market's crashing. Everything is falling apart. And they literally control everything. And it didn't, there was no, there was no hope. Like, it didn't look like a, a Republican was going to come in and save the day. It didn't look like anybody was going to come and save us or give us a, a fighting chance. And uh, at the time, I was like, you know what, we're, it's, 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 it's 2000, 2008, you know, technology's getting better. I could still enjoy the luxuries of the United States from the safety from another country yeah. <laughs> and not be thrown into FEMA camps uh, and things like that. Little, uh, you know, naively at the time, you know, not realizing that they shut down Costa Rica as well. Um, right. But at the same time, that was my philosophy. Now I see that there's a, there's a chance that we can win this war, that we can take back our Republic. We can take back our freedoms and we need to fight for it. It's worth fighting for. This is something that in my mind is one of the most important things that, that I would be willing to die for. Like I always say, Alan, in when I, one of my biggest regrets is not serving in our military hmm. and not, be, not because um, I wanted to serve and 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 go do that. It's it, it was more for my patriotic duty. Like it, it feels like my duty to the United States to serve in our military. But I never believed in the wars that we were fighting. I never believed in the reasons that we were going over there to fight. And I always thought they were bullshit and fake. But if there was a war, like if there was a kinetic war, and I, I God willing, there is not. And God willing, we don't have to fight our own countrymen. And God willing that, that something like that doesn't happen. Yeah. If there was to save our republic, that's a fight that I'd sign up for. Oh, that's sure. I, I, I'd I, sign up for. Um, yeah. And and that's the first time that's ever happened. Like every other war previously, I was like, nah, I, don't, I want nothing to do with that. Like, I'd sign up to be a sniper in the Civil War. Well, I'll go hang out with Dick Punch and shoot off dicks. I, I'm 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 a I'm pretty badass when it comes to long range. I am. I got some I got some pretty hardcore long range setups. I can. Uh, I can do some damage doing sniper stuff. You know, you're talking about red pilling and people that aren't paying attention. And then people that you would say that, you know, toe the line, either it's the middle left or whatever it is. 
Tim Pool apparently was just on. I just happened to look over at Twitter. He made a. I guess I'm imagining yeah. a comment on his show. Maybe that's going on now. Um, it was about 20, 20, 30 minutes ago. But he was on his show on air saying uh, his quote was, "With the East Palestine stuff, with seeing Joe Biden go to Ukraine, I'm like, I'm voting for Trump." <laughs> Like he and he's and Tim Pool's not a big, not a fan of Trump at all. No, he's not. He's a he's a, he's a cuck, Tim Pool. Yeah. In my opinion, he's absolutely. 100%. Another reason he's a cuck because he swats himself to make money like a coward. Um, it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but but I I will say I will say to his credit, he's doing it fucking right. Like he's making money and he's doing it right he built two skate he like built an indoor half pipe in his basement and a huge yeah, yeah. skate park out 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 back in his yeah, indoor yeah. garage now and he's building, you know he wants to make coffee shops and stuff i i just can't stand them yeah, he sucks he sucks he's a fucking he's a cuck. i can't stand him i just can't stand them because now i don't want to get on a tangent about tim pool i just i i, I watch his show because yeah, I, I i like getting aggravated and clearly you like I, being angry yeah i like being angry it, it makes me happy being angry makes me happy um i like you know gang banging on him every time he has a good guest on and they're speaking and he cuts them off and then whenever like one of his co one of his co-hosts say something is like i disagree oh that's incorrect i disagree I'm I'm the arbiter of truth on this show, and what I says goes. And anybody else who says anything different is wrong. Yeah. But no, you're you're absolutely right. These these events are waking people up that to this guy does not give a shit about our country. And and it's funny because Alan, we didn't even get into this yet. He goes over to Ukraine, yeah, and it's a totally staged event the well, I mean, it has to be a staged event the entire thing yeah. is entirely staged yeah i mean I, I but again you know agreed but it, it has to be a staged event because i mean literally he's having the president of the united states is going to the capital of ukraine they have to the optics, but they they have to they have to stage it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like everything political, no matter who it is, when they do these when they do stuff like this, has to be staged. Yeah, and but they, I, like even down to the 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 sirens, it's the most ridiculous. Yeah, oh, thing ever. Like like look at this. He walks in as soon as he walks in. Oh, here comes the war sirens. Oh, as soon as they stand at attention, here comes the war sirens. And he walks up and stands at his fucking spot that has uh, a, a dot for him. Oh, no big deal. Just a little red dot space for him to stand. But I, what I found really, really interesting. Interesting. What I found really interesting. Thank you. Was the shot from a distance there was a shot from a distance of that same exact walk mm -hmm. it's a giant media photo op oh war bomb sirens are going off let's just take photos all yeah. he is there just to take photos of this guy but, but there, i mean yeah. 
I, I believe that the sirens, obviously, yeah, they 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 were told to to sound the sirens because that's going to help with media. It's going to help with optics. Um, meanwhile, we have the 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 president of the United States going to this war. They didn't do the optics right. If they really wanted to do the optics, he wouldn't have been in his trench coat. He would have been in like his Air Force One bomber and then a jacket. And then over it, he would have been wearing a military Kevlar vest and maybe a helmet. Like he's in a war stricken country. Oh, like when when Kamala went to the DMZ zone and and yeah. put the helmet on with the binoculars and was like yeah. from yeah. mad far away. Yeah. So like <laughs> You know, and 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 again, I'm not a, stra- a military strategist or anything like that. But like, if you're going to go into this country, where, and again, we know it's bullshit. Look at all the people, like Hollywood actors and and and, and music artists and all this bullshit. You that had a concert in the subway. I know. I know. So Joe Biden goes there. This giant media pool, media from all over is there taking all these pictures and video and they're reporting on it. He has he's there, his secret service and everything else. How does our when when our the leader of our country is going to a, another country where there is a war? There is a war, and the current president of that country, days before before, are again mentioning, well, if China gives aid, lethal aid to Russia. where we're right at world war three how is he there with no that we don't see any presence of any type of united states military at least as an escort for the president in a war zone makes no sense you're absolutely right how how does this happen and granted i guess this was the cold zone i say you know whatever terms they use okay all right, but it's just listen. He went okay. there because again, the what is the left doing? Our leader, our commander in chief, had the had had the uh, you know the balls to walk right into Ukraine to visit the Ukraine the president of Ukraine while that evil red dictator Putin is is bombarding that country with artillery and troops and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. look at him. He is what leadership in this country is all about, so they can push that narrative. The entire thing was just a staged event for that narrative. Look oh, what our guy has done, is oh. doing. Yep. Without a doubt, that was that was for the narrative. But CNN blew that entire narrative up, exposing the sirens as fake and gay, and it was hysterical. They're just shooting themselves in the foot. Um, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was oh. in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was, was just mentioning. Just a coincidence. Alex. Maybe that was maybe that was just their way of of saying, "Hey, Joe Biden's here." You know, sound the sirens. The president of the United States is here. Um, get the 
get the money bags ready so he can fill them up. I don't know. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's, all, it's, it's entirely, entirely fake. And I'm glad CNN said that. I'm glad somebody on CNN said that. But that's that's the only place. And, and, and not like this was only just some reporter that's there on the ground in Ukraine. Like, and I'm imagining that that clip was not played a tremendous amount on CNN. Definitely not. And I'm imagining it's the only time it was mentioned on CNN because they they didn't have any control of what this field operative, this field reporter was really going to say. He's reporting from there. But now we're talking about the news actors sitting behind desks over in the CNN studios. You're not going to hear them talk about that. You're not going to hear them say that the they will. Well, our 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 field correspondent uh, has been there for five days and hasn't heard any sirens until Joe Biden was there. And then all of a sudden heard the sirens. I can hear any of them say that. No, never. No, I haven't heard any explosions, no bombs, no nothing. Just until Joey Bag of Donuts shows up. But, uh, you know, a, a lot of people are misinformed as to what's really going on. I mean, our administration that are resident in office and, and the people that are pulling the strings uh, clearly hate America, clearly hate the people in America and only care about their agenda. The actions that they're taking clearly show this. And this includes Nord, Nord Stream Pipeline, because what they're trying to do is they're actively trying to get us into a world war. Yeah, they need it. I know. I know they need it. You they said this it. earlier. They they, they, they actively need us to get, need to get us in this world war. And people don't realize this this is not something that has been going on just in recent administrations. This dates back to 2014. They're just now picking up where they left off before Donnie took office because Donnie threw a huge wrench into their plans and into what they were doing. So they're picking up where they left off. And, you know, you have people, uh, Jimmy Dore going around red pilling people left and right. Uh, surprisingly did not, not really expect him to come I around. Him. I can't either. I never did like him, but the, okay. the things that he, the things that he's been talking about lately have been pretty spot on. He's been blowing the whistle about, what's going on in Ukraine and as, as to why they're, they're making the moves that they're making. But people don't realize that a lot of this distraction in Ukraine with the UFOs, with everything that we've been seeing the past couple of days is all a distraction from Nord Stream, th- Nord Stream 2. And uh, people are, are pissed off and people are, want answers. And uh, here's a, a, a couple examples uh, of this well they gave their answers they said it's false it's, it's false yes yeah, hirsch just released the fact that the united states blew up the Nord stream 2 pipeline you weren't briefed on that why not are you going to put a congressional probe into that yes or no because this ain't no ordinary journalist you know that so, oh, I want to hear what he has to say. Nord Stream, Nord Stream is a pipeline that transfers oil from Europe, particularly you know Germany. It's not the question. From Russia to Germany. Yeah. So we don't have the authority oh, have to the investigate pipeline. All right, come on. Now that's bullshit. You know that. Victoria Mullen herself says she's happy that it's a pile of metal underwater. Do you share? 
Here's what we know. The Europeans are conducting an investigation. They investigated. And it is true. Why did Joe Biden say that we are going to get rid of the Nord Stream pipeline? And when asked, well, wait a minute, that's run by Gazprom in Germany. How are you going to do it? He said, we'll be able to do this. You have definitive evidence. Yeah, we do. It's called Cy Hirsch. Then produce the evidence. He already produced the evidence. Already read the article. Listen, this is this is Cy Hirsch. This is the My Lai Massacre. Okay, this is a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist. He is okay, not going to publish something he can't headlines. So unless you're naive enough and you don't know that, I'm here to inform you. I'm at least asking for congressional inquiry into whether or not it's true, because his credibility is the wrong person that question. Trump that. I heard. Oh, of course he's asking the wrong person. It doesn't, but but but, but what, what's good to see is people are actually saying things they're actually they're actually getting involved and they're saying you know what like why aren't we looking at this you have people in the eu like mick wallace from ireland only last september commission president von der leyen stated that it was paramount to now investigate the Nord stream pipeline that any deliberate disruption of active european energy is unacceptable and will lead to the strongest possible response the strongest possible response well, Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter Seymour Hirsch, probably the most legendary investigative journalist alive, just published a report that presents detailed claims that, on President Biden's orders, the U.S., with Norway's help, blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. Hirsch has a long track record of journalistic integrity. This was a premeditated terrorist attack on European critical infrastructure. It was also environmental terrorism. Does the EU care? Do you need to know who did it? Or do you want to know? Hirsch says the US did it. Did you just ask him? Did you just ask him did they do it? Or, or did you just ask them questions anymore? Have we become so subservient? Has the EU become so subservient to US empire? It just can't even ask him if they did it. Is it a fucking joke? <laughs> People are so, pissed off, Alan. So here's 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 again that guy Richie Torres, complete clown. And clown. I he agree. He doesn't know what he's talking about because he he was asked a question and he deflected and he answered the question a different. Uh, of course he, he did. Yeah, that's what they all do. Anyway, so like, are you going to investigate? Uh, listen, the question is: uh, Will there be a congressional inquiry on the the United States' possible involvement? Involved. Yeah. In the Nord Stream pipeline, and then his answer could be, "Well, that's something that has to be looked into because, no, all right, not jurisdiction over the pipeline itself. Yeah. That that's what he said because that he knows that that's a safe answer, and there are people asking questions now. Realize, Congress is not in session until next week, but no. there are there are members of Congress that are asking questions about this article and the Nord Stream pipeline." So and I've been I've been saying to people, um, well, you should be, especially if your uh, uh, representative is a Republican, you should be calling your representative and saying, hey, are you going to ask questions of the Biden administration and possibly have a congressional inquiry or hearing about the allegations against the Biden administration in reference to the Nord Stream pipeline? That needs to happen. People, th these people are representatives. So people need to call on your representatives 
to pressure them into asking certain questions and to doing certain things. So that that's that's what needs to happen. Like, I don't want to hear people banging on their chest saying, well, what's Congress doing about this? Because unless you're flooding their offices with phone calls after phone calls or showing up because the Capitol's open. People. Showing up like this guy did at, right. at events that they're speaking at. He, they right. may not be in session, but, oh, they're at right. this event. Let me go ask a question. Go ask a question. But live and where everybody's recording. Because what I loved about that clip the most was it wasn't just him asking the question. As soon as he asked the question and, and, and Torres started giving some flip-flop garbage deflect yeah. answer, everybody else is like, whoa, read the art. He's like, produce the evidence. Yeah. They're like, oh, Cy Hirsch has as all the others, everybody in the crowd was calling for it. And that's that's what you love to see. That's what, that's what gets me a little chubbed up in the pants, Alan, is that it's not just one guy. It's now everybody is like, yo, what is going on? This and is bad. And that's always that's always going to be one of the answers is produce the evidence. And yeah, a Substack article is not evidence. The Substack article is I would call it the complaint and the allegations. Yes. And now it is up to that. That to me, as an American citizen, voter, and taxpayer, is enough for me to warrant my representative to ask those questions officially and get down to the bottom of it and maybe have a hearing and put some people under oath. All of the names that were mentioned okay. there. I, th this this doesn't just have Alan. This doesn't just have implications here in America, and it's not just us looking into it, Alan. Because this, <coughs> like 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 old Mick Wallace said, this is, this is a uh, uh, environmental terrorist attack. Uh, oh. One, and it, it shuts down oil to parts of Europe, mostly Germany, but other parts of Europe as well, which is costing them a lot more at the pump and a lot more for energy costs, all because Joey Bagadonis decided to, to drop a bomb. Well, then let's hope that maybe someone over in the EU who's doing an investigation, uh, whether it's publicly or privately, and more come out about it and say, well, hey, look... It's not just Mick. Look at this. Look at this base. Since lady. September, the lack of interest in finding answers to who was behind the Nord Stream gas explosion has been, frankly, astounding. This was an act of sabotage, an act of unrivaled va vandalism, economically and environmentally, and not a word, no discussion, no questions. Then along comes Seymour Hirsch, the world's most acclaimed, distinguished, living investigative journalist. He produces a detailed claim that the United States executed this explosion with the help of Norway. Planned months before the invasion, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane dropped a sonar buoy on the 26th of September, which triggered explosions planted by U.S. Navy Panama City divers three months earlier under a NATO exercise, and still nothing. I don't know what happened, but I want to know. This is a man who doesn't make claims lightly, a man with contacts. And I find it frankly jaw-dropping that the EU is not asking questions as to who is responsible for sabotaging the livelihoods of our citizens. I am ashamed to be a European. I am ashamed. What, what, what is also interesting, too, is that, that Putin is not really pressing the issue. Um, no, he's I'm not. not. He, he he had a State of the Union type address. Yeah, it was yesterday, 
It might have been this even been this afternoon. I think it was yesterday. Uh, but I think it was yesterday. And the the whole like I highly recommend going back and listening to the translated uh, speech because it, it, you listen like you. Most people only know Putin from our media. Most people only know about him from what we're told about him. They don't really know who the man is at all and what he's about. And you listen to him speak, he does not come off as the type of person that everybody in our media portrays him to be. Now, granted, he's a former KGB. He's definitely oh, yeah. good at playing a role and doing what he needs to do 100%, 1,000%. But the guy is stone cold killer with a that's without a doubt 1000 1, percent. he's i he's a savage I and mean, he he's he's a very he in a one-on-one combat him i would take him against pretty much any president or world leader in the world he's a absolute <laughs> destroyer but he had some things to say about the west and mostly you know the west is us let's be all let's let's you know, put it all on the table we are the west and uh, I really wish some of our leaders in our movement would come out and say some of the things that he said in this speech. And this is a small little clip. And I recommend going back and listening to the whole thing because it is a, a very interesting speech. And, you know, it, it is encouraging. Like, you want our leaders to speak like he's speaking um, and about our, about our country. But this is what he says about the West. It cannot ignore the fact that Russia cannot be defeated on the battlefield. So they're waging increasingly aggressive information attacks. First of all, targeting the young generations, lying on every step, distorting historical truth, yep. attacking our culture, the Russian Orthodox Church, and uh, other traditional religious institutions in our country. Now look at what they're doing with their own peoples. They're destroying the institution of family, their cultural and historical identity, mm -hmm. and uh, various perversions. Thanks, Democrats. The children up to pedophilia. Yep, up to pedophilia. Are accepted as uh, the new norm. And priests are forced to recognize and officiate same-sex weddings. People can live however they want. And uh, we in Russia have uh, never intruded into people's private life. And we're not going to do that. But what we want to say is maybe they should take a look in the scripture, into the holy book of any great religion. It says that the family is a union between woman and man. Hmm? And uh, these holy texts are now being increasingly doubted in the West. The uh, Anglican Church is now considering the idea of a gender-neutral God. What can we say? God forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. No, they know exactly what they're doing. They're doing this very tactic, tactically and on purpose. There's a, there is a motive and, and there is a reason they're doing that to our children. There's a reason why they're, they're subverting everything about our culture, about our lives. Uh, there's a, uh, a direct uh, 
response that they want from us and uh it's working don't get me wrong it is working they did a very good job of it over the years they played the long game but when you hear him say that it's dead on accurate it doesn't get any more accurate about the united states especially in the last two years especially no even when was the first drag queen story hour in milburn new jersey dude like when when did that happen that was the first one in milburn new jersey Right, but it, it didn't get really prevalent until we had an administration change and leadership changes in a lot of places that condoned it, supported it, and encouraged it. So it's 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 literally now they want that mm-hmm. to be normal, things like that. Well, we need more senators like this, Alan. You said that you're a trans woman. I trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? Oh, yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. You're the one you're the one that brought that into the discussion. So I, I well, listen, I don't disagree with what he said or what he did. I think it's funny, but that's all it was. And he knows. That's all it was, because he knows the response it was going to get. Oh, and, of course. And, and it, it did nothing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we, 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 we do have people like that speaking out about it. But, like, that's just, again, that's just optics. That's just clicks. Oh, and of, course, of course, of course, it's just optics. But, right. but at the same time, Alan, we talk about it all of the time on this show with the PC culture and the nonsense of just, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers and I don't want to call anybody on their bullshit. Like we, like the can has been kicked down the road too far. The slippery slope that we were warned about has, has we've gone far down that slope, Alan, like that slope has gone off the fucking cliff where we're at right now here in America. And I'm with you, dude. And just like Putin said, you live your life. However the hell you want to live your life. Live it however you want to live. I don't care, but don't force it on others, especially the children. Right. And this, this is this is where we've gotten to. They're now forcing it on the kids. And this is where we have to draw the line. And this is where we have to call bullshit out like this. It, unfortunately, we've been pushed too far. Right. Like, when's enough? When is enough enough? And, and and it's so funny because one of the clips that are going viral right now, Alan. One of the clips that are going viral is a South Park clip from, I think, 2014. And it nails our current situation, just like South Park always does. You here for an abortion, too? (laughs) Yeah, I discovered a few days ago I wasn't bleeding out my coup, so I guess I'm knocked up. Is this doctor any good? Mrs. Garrison? Oh, that's me. Hello, doctor. Looks like I need an abortion. This is Pete Buttigieg in 30 years. Yeah, I'm growing inside me. Now, you're going to scramble its brains or just vacuum it out? <laughs> if you want, you can just scramble it and I'll queef it out myself. <laughs> Mr. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison. Mrs. Garrison, you can't have on. an abortion. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do with my body. A woman has a right to choose. No, I mean you're physically unable to have an abortion because you can't get pregnant. But I missed my period. You can't have periods either. 
you had a sex change, Mr. Garrison, but you don't have ovaries or a womb. You don't produce eggs. You mean I'll never know what it feels like to have a baby growing inside me and then scrape the brains and vacuum it out? That's right. Wow. But paid $5,000 to be a woman. This would mean I'm not really a woman. It's, I'm just a... I'm just a guy with a mutilated penis. Basically, yes. <laughs> oh, boy, do I feel like a jackass. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, they, they fucking nailed it. They nailed it. And this is, this was like, I think, in 2014. Yeah. But what's Next. amazing is, is, is back to these, like, you meant, like, all right. So the amount of, the amount of people that literally are out there making TikToks who are men talking about how they're getting menstrual cramps because they're identifying as a, as a woman. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's wild. Yeah, and then you have, then, then you have the, uh, the, uh, the, the drag queen story hours and what's really wild is the amount of people middle class america and 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 how younger and older people are bringing children and we're talking about mothers and fathers and grandparents so like what which which uh, this is something that people aren't talking about either you do you talk about generations and like what's happening to these generations but then you look if you look at the crowd at some of these um uh drag queen story hours and you look at the crowd and you see the amount of people that are over the age of 50 there with their children and grandkids it's wild like how are there, how are there this many people that are advocating advocating for story time with drag queens in schools like so when people tell me well like when when you say james that more eyes are opening up more eyes are opening up yes i agree but not in every sense, where like literally these these sickos want to normalize the victimizing of children because they I don't just think, think those people will ever wake up, Alan. I don't, and I I, I I don't expect them to. Like those aren't the people. Like I'm thought like like the the average Joes, the people that you were talking about that that just don't really care right now. Like that's a problem. They need to care. Like whether 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 they care, they agree with me or not. It's still important that you care about. Uh, the accountability of our politicians, the accountability of our government, yeah. and 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 what's going on—it's it's something that's very important. Whether you agree with me or not, that's the great thing about living in a free country. We can have differing opinions mm-hmm. and <clears throat> still want the best for our country. You know what uh, else worries me about? I was actually thinking about this um, the other day, or well, maybe a week or so ago. I forgot I was watching something about the drag queen story hours and you know how when they have them, you'll have the anti, you know, the, the anti groups coming and protesting. And then you'll have the, the, you'll like have Antifa there and everything else, like with their umbrellas and rainbow flags and guns. Um, so, and then you have, you have lawmakers that want to like governors and mayors and whatever else that want to ban it in states and cities like you can't you can't have store you can't have drag queen story hours with drag queens with children and have drag queen shows and have children attend it's like bringing a kid to a strip show which we we can agree with normal people right yeah yeah okay so then part of me is like you know what worries me like and it's like anything else all right so let's just say they're, they're banning they're banning story time with drag queens all over the place where kids can't go and uh, which I firmly agree with. Yes. What worries me is how sick these people are 
when they're, you know, wearing leather masks and they're licking each other and they're playing with drag queens and they're exposing themselves and they're wearing all of these inappropriate outfits around very young children. Yes. That they're chased underground. And now it's like going to a rave where the people that are in the know know and are bringing their children to these underground drag queen shows and then it's just getting more bizarre and worse and that's already happening unfortunately i'm sure it is i'm sure it is i'm sure it is these children being trafficked a lot of these children but but no no i'm not even talking about to that extent i'm just talking about like i think that's what it could lead to but like i'm just i'm just talking about the joe blow at whatever restaurant is gonna have brunch with drag queens where they know they're going to have all this opposition. They don't want to be in the press. So they know that they have their following of people that condone that. And they're going to put out, Hey, listen, if you want to go to this drag queen show, you just have to, you know, uh, call this number or blah, blah, blah. We'll tell you the location. Once they vet that they think you're okay to go, you know, and then which, which listen, they would be infiltrated anyway and exposed. It would only be a matter of time, but these people are so sick. They're these, so sick that they want these networks are very deep. These networks are very deep, and they've been doing this for such a long time. And only recently are some of them coming to surface. You have to think there's a lot more of them that are out there, not just the Epstein's and Maxwell's, uh, the Finders, etc., the Franklin, the Franklin Project. All these things that are going on are now coming to surface. But <clears throat> uh, the agenda is to normalize it. The agenda is to make it normal for everybody. So like to bring this out, out in the public. So uh, it's totally normal. This is normal activity. So like if anybody was doing this in previous time before it was normal, like, Oh, no big deal. It's normal. Now it's totally, yeah. totally cool. Now. Like we can do this. We can diddle kids. We're sick fucks. Listen, um, there's, there's, a, there's a church walking distance from my house, right? One of the churches at a walking distance from my house. And right before Christmas, and it was up for the longest time. They had, it was very, I guess, liberal church, which is connected to a, they have a pre-K right next to it. It's connected. A lot of churches like that. Yeah, there's a lot of churches in my town that are like. So they've had, but it was before Christmas for, for a long time, probably for the past year or so, maybe, I don't know. They had the, they had the rainbow flag, not flying on a flagpole, but actually attached to the side of the church. All right. And then they, I think there was a sign that went along with it about love lives here or whatever it is. Some bullshit like that. Right. Some real sick, like child fucker slogan. And then I noticed before Christmas, I didn't notice it. We drive, I picked my kid up from school. We're driving home. We have to pass it every day. And she looks and goes, look, they changed the flag. And I look over and now it's that weird tranny flag with the brown in it, with the pink in it, with the blue in it, and the triangle and the rainbow. And I'm like, I looked and I I blurted out loud. I'm like, holy shit. They went full-blown tranny and like 167 gender flag on the side of the church. I don't know what kind of church it is. I never never paid attention to the kind of church it is. But then Christmas came and they took the flag down and they put a big wreath in its spot. Now, they just took the wreath down about a week ago. I've been paying attention. But about a, about a little over a week ago, they took the wreath down. The flag is not up yet. But now, you know, school Something. started in September. 
And every day you go past, they have half day programs and I'm looking and I'm like, with that flag that has been there for the longest time, that these people bring their kids to the school associated with this church. Like, I mean, it, it, it's a packed school. And then every day at around 12 o'clock, you see them coming out. And then like at three o'clock, like two half, two half day sessions. And they're coming out and coming in, coming out and coming in. And the cars are parked. Yeah. The parents are there shoveling these kids into this sick fucking environment when they have like, and, and if you notice anybody that's listening or watching, drive past the churches in your community and see if any of them have rainbow flags, because I've noticed quite a few have not, not like the 167 gender tranny flag. I've never I've noticed, seen I've noticed, I've noticed, I've noticed a few. when I drive. I've noticed a few now and, um, very, very, very disturbing. But again, now this flag has not gone back up. Well, Alan, have you have you have you noticed uh, a lot of Ukraine flags in your area? So yesterday, two days ago, I'm driving down a side street in the neighboring town, and I'm, it's on a curve, and the house on the corner which it wasn't like the nicest house on the block. I have the corner of my eye, I see yellow. And there's like a window right above the front door on the second floor. And it's a, a tattered Ukrainian flag that's like hanging out of the window, right? Uh -huh. But yes, yes, they're not a lot, but they're they're so because they're so they're so pronounced that you you'll 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 see them. You'll see them. Well, according to, according to our president who gave us Poland yeah, they're, they're across yeah. my country in big cities and small towns. Ukrainian flags fly from American homes. You liar! <laughs> I mean, it's it's I, it's not a lie, but he's making it sound like you know that th there's millions no. of American homes with Ukrainian flags. But but now, go into liberal areas. Yes, but 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 you're going to see them. But 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 not in all over the country. One all over the country, definitely not. You don't see it. You see some. I, I I'll give you that. You, you might see some. I haven't seen any out here. I've seen them in some businesses, like the, the little flag in like the the window, mm -hmm. or like we stand with Ukraine in the window. But I haven't seen any flags flying. But even 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 Camel Toe is saying it. Listen, she was. Uh, I will at tell the you. I travel conference. around the United States, and I have seen the Ukrainian flag fly in places most of you have probably never heard of in the United States. And storefronts, in so, front of homes. So the, so the question that the guy had asked her right before that was, uh, what, what kind of uh, help are you guys going to give, the United States going to give Europe? Because... I think over the past few years, we've realized that if the United States is, is not acting as a European nation, Europe, Europe is, in, is in big trouble. So what, how can we know that we can rely on you guys? And she, that was her. I wonder, her I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder what my block would do. In the front of my house, I have this. Um, it actually can hold three flags. And uh, like one, there's none out now, but 
It's something like I would have the Amer- I wanted I had the American flag or the Betsy Ross flag. When Trump, I, I had a Trump flag at one time when he was running back in 2020, and then I would I'd fly something else or whatever. Um, man, just maybe I should maybe oh, I should I should drive my neighborhood crazy, and I should put up an American flag and a Russian flag, and when people are like, "What the fuck are you flying a Russian flag?" My answer will just be, "Well, I mean, they beat the Nazis." <laughs> <laughs> they won't know what to do. They, yeah, they were on our team, guys. What are I mean, you talking about? I mean, they, 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 they beat the Nazis. This is, so a, like, this is a fact. This like, is a fact. I wonder. I, I, I literally wonder. I might have to do an experiment. I might have to do an experiment. I wonder if my house will get egged. I mean. I, I I would egg your house. I have I I live on a pretty um pretty conservative block. Like my neighbor across the street, um, a lot of American flags on my block. There's no Ukrainian flags on my block. None that I've what? seen. But actually, a few actually I should uh down the block from me on a, on the opposite block, not my block, but down the block, um, someone does have a small Ukrainian flag hanging on their front door. Um, now also. I'm also thinking you should light a bag of, of dog shit no, on fire. No, no, no. People, I don't care if people want to fly Ukrainian flags because oh, this shit poop. What, what I'm thinking also is, yeah, you're going to have those sick liberals. Oh, so there's a, there's a truck that drives around a pickup truck. Oh, or is it, or it's a Tahoe that has a giant Ukrainian flag sticker on the back. And actually it says, and like the guy had it made, like he went to the vinyl store and had it made. And it says, I stand with Ukraine all on the whole back window. But what I also say to that is I wonder if a lot of those people either are you, you know, from Ukrainian descent have family in Ukraine. Like I, I have a client that's really possible. That's Ukrainian. And, um, he has he 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 came from there and has a family still there, a lot of family. I spoke to him um maybe about a month or so ago. And uh I I I asked him, um I forgot I asked him how how his I think I asked him how his family's doing over in Ukraine. He said, Yeah, they're fine. Wherever they are, it's not really affecting them, I guess, too much. He said, you know, but it was a really quick conversation with it. But uh I was at his house recently and he has an american flag flying in front of his house like hanging on his house he has an american flag he doesn't have a ukrainian flag anywhere and he is from ukraine but i'm wondering if a lot of those flags that you see flying is they're either maybe you have heavy family roots in ukraine are ukrainian you know whatever it is whatever my mother donated to a ukrainian church because we know people that are ukrainian and i i was like i was like my i was like i know your heart's in the in the, in the right place and I'm sure the church's heart is in the right place as well, but most likely that money is not going to help the people in Ukraine, unfortunately. Well, it might be. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm not going to say that every dollar that somebody donates to a Ukrainian church isn't going to help people, the people in Ukraine. They are. They are. They are not really getting much help. The people of Ukraine, uh, from what I'm, I'm being told, I. Mean, it's not as bad as we're being told either, uh, but um, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, I, the the money's going, the money's flowing, and so, oh, they're making tons. They're making tons and tons of money, Alan. 
I mean, Biden went over there and he had some of the biggest crowds I've ever seen him draw in any event ever in my entire life. <laughs> it was it was, was hysterical. First, before I show that, somebody was getting off the plane at Warsaw, Poland, and took a giant tumble down the stairs. And I don't know who it was. <laughs> I have no idea. But whoever it was just came flying down the stairs. Uh, they came out of the back. Was anyone coming out of the front of the plane? They were that, right. But they, that, that's the rear, that's the rear of the plane, right? That's the rear door. It's the, it's, yeah, it's on the right side behind the wing. It's right behind right, the wing. The rear, the rear door. I'm wondering if they, I the think guy, it, whoever it is, is up here in this area. Because typically, I, I haven't heard anything on this because the president typically doesn't come out of the rear of the plane. The president comes out of the front of the plane and the rear, a lot of the times, press pool and other people that are on will come out of the rear of the plane. Well, someone came flying down. I, that, I can tell you, I just, so if you look at Joe Biden, um, it probably he, wasn't him, but no, because if that if that if Joe Biden took that fall, Joe Biden would be hurt. Joe Biden would probably have to see some sort of med medical attention, if not a broken bone, a broken fucking pelvis. I mean, he is a, he's tall, but he's 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 not. He you looks know, fragile, dude. He, yeah, does he, not, he, he does not look like he. He looks and, very fragile. And let's face it, the amount of people that were on the tarmac that would probably were from Poland. Yeah, sure. oh, absolutely. That would have leaked but, if it was Joe Biden. That would have leaked. But it wasn't him. No, it probably wasn't. But it's still well, pretty funny to speculate that it was because he's, uh, he's falling, falling off, off the stairs, up the stairs before. So who wouldn't believe that he fell down the stairs? But look at this crowd that he had in Poland. This is unbelievable. <laughs> To see Joey bag of donuts. Yeah. You give me freedom. Look at the way he walks. Look at the way he walks. If he took that fall, he'd probably be dead. Yeah. Look at him. Look at this guy. Hello, Poland. He's never had a crowd that big for. Any event that he has shown up for, any in the United States, it's it's sick, and uh, it's really sick. The whole thing is sick, and then you have you know just all of this money, like it's just it's 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 just crazy. Can someone just give? East Palestine, Ohio, $5 billion. Can we just divvy up $5 billion a month? Yeah, out of the uh, $130 billion that we're sending to Ukraine, can we just, like, divvy it up? Like, look at this. This is a, a very telling headline. A very telling headline. You have... Can't even say it. Um, zoom it in. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Trump to visit East Palestine in wake of train derailment. The Hill. Biden announced $500 million in new military aid to Ukraine during surprise visit. Like, right. you can tell who gives a shit about 
America and who gives a shit about uh, their it's agenda. America, it's America last. It's Ukraine first. It's America yes. last. It's China first. It's China first. America last. It's the Uniparty first. So this is interesting, too. Let's talk about for a second the term surprise visit. Now, you have a country that's at war. And you have the president in Poland. All of a sudden, they're going to do a surprise visit to Ukraine. So you're telling me it was a complete surprise or I, I don't buy it. It was an orchestrated staged event. Zelensky knew oh, Biden yeah. was coming. The oh, higher, uh, you know, maybe it was a surprise to the people of Ukraine. They weren't told, hey, the president's coming. But I mean, let's just stop with the surprise bullshit. Because nothing the president really does is so is is a surprise out of the country for the most part. Like if you're like all right, so so Donald Trump did it when he decided on Christmas night to fly to Afghanistan, Iraq, I believe it was, um, to go and have Christmas dinner. Him and the first lady and the press secretary, where they they decided in the middle of the night with lights off, Air Force One to go and land at this Air Force base and have have Christmas dinner with the troops. But that that's something different. It's not you know, a, a unbelievably war-torn country and he wasn't going into like, like meet the, you know, Iraqi government. Like that was different. This guy's going in to meet the president of Ukraine and it was a surprise visit. Stop. Sure. Stop. Sure. I'll believe that. And no. was Zelensky, Zelensky had no idea, no idea that this old piece of, piece of shit was coming and was going to pledge another $500 million. And I'd imagine that Zelensky was probably not happy that it was only five hundred million dollars. You know, he, he was expecting a lot more, probably a couple more bees. And and listen, and I don't doubt, I do not doubt for any minute, any moment that there will be a few more bees of money going there. Uh, I'm imagining that there will be billions of dollars, you know, showing up again. It's. Yeah, it's it's all oh, it's they're they're laundering all of this money over there. It's it's a nonstop money laundering operation, and it's a giant distraction. Like everybody's now talking about Biden's visit to Ukraine. They're not talking about Nord Stream. They're not talking about Ohio. That's what they're talking about. And the important things that are going on is what's going on in Ohio, and it's it's really bad over there. And I I I really feel for those people, and. uh you know, you have DeWine going around and, and look, he's he's literally drinking the tap water to try to prove a point. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he's, uh, he's that was tap water. I assume it wasn't well water. No, it was tap water. She's in the uh, village system. And that's what we had, of course, have tested. And we want to yeah. demonstrate to everyone it's, it's good to drink. But, you know, we're going to continue to test that. Uh, I announced today we're going to continue to test that uh the Ohio EPA every single week and just to make sure and give, frankly, to give people assurance that it's okay. He's a deer in headlights. He's a deer in headlights. He's, he's, and a, you know, he's probably like, he's, when, when he's by himself, he's probably like, I don't need this shit. What the, f I don't need this shit, you know? And I'd imagine after they all drank that water, they probably all, probably got heavy duty IV antibiotics off camera. I'm sure they got something. I'm sure they got something. But I saw a video earlier today and and it's it's really great advice for the people in that area. And 
I don't know how many people in that area might be listening to the show, but I'm sure quite a few listen and tune in. Um, this uh, woman came on one of the shows and said to save your HVAC units and, and tells you what to do with them. But if you are in your home, please take out, be very careful, take out your HVAC filters. There one, we go. be highly flammable. So I don't know what the weather is in Ohio, but if you turn your heat on, this is going to recirculate through your house. Mm. Yeah. Put them in a trash bag. And when the time comes, if there is funds that are afforded or there's companies that offer discounts, you want to have these tested. The known chemicals are known so they can sure. run. But they use GCMS. It's a gas chromatograph mass spectrometer. They can tell you the level. So down the road, if this is like an Aaron Rockovitz situation or there's litigation mm. and settlements. This is your evidence. Is, you're talking about you are backing up your evidence yes. right now. Right, right. Yes, yeah, HVAC yeah. filters because that is the only Brilliant. representative instantaneous oh, data that we have. And you're throwing out there bedding anyway mm-hmm. because they're uh-huh. people were throwing out their bedding, and I was, uh, uh, you know, because it, you know, they, they, it smells, they can't clean it, and you shouldn't throw anything out, like even the bedding, pillows, mattresses. If you if your mattress smells, bag it up. Get a mattress bag, bag it up, and throw it in the garage and save it. Save everything that could absorb any type of vapor mm-hmm. material. And if, you, if you're not comfortable with keeping it, bag it up. Don't throw it out. Your kid's stuffed animals, you should literally bag up every stuffed animal your kid owns that was in that house and not throw them out. Put them somewhere and uh, make sure they're in a sealed bag just in case. You know, it's, it's, it's the... The same thing of any chemical or if you had smoke in the house and the soot gets embedded, the carcinogens get embedded in bedding, pillows, clothes, uh, carpets, people with carpeting in their home. It gets into the carpet and into that under padding. You're not you don't get that stuff out. I mean, when you pull up a 20 year old carpet, you see the amount of dirt and dust that will never come up out of a vacuum. And I mean, the dust might thrive in carpets. I hate carpet. Um you know, it just, it sounds weird to people, carpet and bedding, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's, if it's going to absorb into something and you're like hard surfaces, you clean your hard surfaces, you're fine. But whether from drapes to anything, think of a smoker's home. Even your clothes. Think of a smoker's home. Everything in that house that can absorb smoke smells like disgusting cigarette smoke. You just, and, and you know, you either get it cleaned or whatever it is. I mean, look what the nicotine does to walls. It turns them yellow. But, yeah. And maybe this stuff isn't going to discolor items, but it'll it'll make it smell. And, you know, people should not be throwing it away. They should be saving it and getting it tested. And listen, the, the again, it, it, it's it's really simple if you think about it. And I deal with this every day with insurance companies and my other business. Like when someone has a fire in their house or 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 they have like a, a pipe break and destroys their house and the insurance company can find a way, like if, if, if an, a, a, uh, an extension cord started a fire in their house and that extension cord had a recall on it a year ago and there was a defective part and the fire investigation and fire investigators from the insurance company can take that extension cord and find out that it has a defect and they're paying the people $200,000 from their, from the damage of their home. They can take that extension cord 
and go to the manufacturer and put them on notice and say, your item started this fire and caused us to pay out $200,000 in damage. Now we're going to subrogate against you and sue you for all of the money we paid out on this claim. And this is what should be happening in Ohio, is the federal government should be have an open wallet and paying for every single item in everybody's home that absorbed that chemical, the That's soil, the land, the mitigation, the housing, everything, the mana, every single thing, and then suing the rail company and their insurance company for so, to, to make up every dime that the government would have to dole out to these people. Josh Shapiro said something similar to that today, uh, or it might have been yesterday. But let's we see if he carries it out. Accountable, Norfolk Southern, the company that made this vigilance necessary. The combination of Norfolk Southern's corporate greed, incompetence, and lack of care for our residents is absolutely unacceptable to me. So he says they're gonna he says the right things. Let's see if they actually follow through and, I mean, and do it. There are going to be lawsuits, but it, so it's here's the thing, like, and this, and listen, whatever the state, there'll be multiple lawsuits. Like the state will be suing the rail company and the EPA already put them on, 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 sent them a notice of liability. Like after they were there, they like, they were, I think February 10th, there would be, the rail company was overnighted a letter from the EPA, putting them on notice that they have this possible civil liability here of what you did and what it's going to cost us and what it's going to cost this. So once they're put on notice and it's determined, listen, we know it's determined it's their fault. Now it's a matter of judgments. Okay. Listen, the state of Pennsylvania had to pay this out. The state of Ohio had to pay this out. The federal government had to pay this out. They all put the rail company on notice and are going to subrogate against them for every dime that they spent. Well, now that the rail company is responsible for that and their insurance companies, whatever type of insurance it is, liability insurance, environmental, this, whatever it might be, is that they're going to have to make whole the municipalities that are dumping money into what they're doing. And that's why the federal government should be giving these people, the, the residents of that town, anything and everything and whatever towns are affected, whatever they need, knowing that by hook or by crook, they will get every dime back from the rail company. Well, I'm, it just goes to show that they can't rely on the federal government. I mean, the mayor even came out. The mayor's a big guy. Mayor's, mayor's big, big guy. Oh, yeah, big hoss. Yeah. <laughs> big, big mayor. Yes, he is. He is. Uh, he's out here, and he's like, you know what? It was like a slap in the face uh, for him to go to Ukraine and, and deny us any care from FEMA. Right. Uh, I'm just going to go to Ukraine and uh, – and not come take care of like it's a it, it, it's a chernobyl type of event in, in the united states a modern day chernobyl with the chemical spill and what's going on over there it's it's a it, 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 it's going to have some long-term lasting effects sure that we we talked about and discussed uh the last two episodes but uh he, they don't care they they could give two shits about it and they're going over to ukraine just to promote their world war three agenda that they're trying to push um it, it it's pretty sad uh what's going on over there and i and i pray for those people in in ohio and and the, the kids and 
it's got to be rough. You're, you know, some people can't go home. Like, you know, we, we played that one video of the little yeah. kid, the kid throwing up. It's, it's, people it's really rashes now. And then disaster dude. And taking the, a shower and you're getting rashes and shit. I mean, the long-term effects are going to be catastrophic in my opinion. And I feel for those people everywhere. Um, it, it, it's sad. Um, but in other news, cause we're going to wrap up here soon. Um, project Veritas has committed suicide and decided to uh, force the founder and CEO James O'Keefe out and uh, lied to us directly. They told us that he was still with them and they had already forced his, they already made had the vote and knew he was leaving. Um, and I find this very interesting because this came very shortly after the Project Veritas exposing Pfizer. And it started on. It's actually started unraveling the same week. Like two or three days later. Yes. It was like two or three days later. It started coming out after that. After that Pfizer video uh, that they were trying to do gain of function research on the virus. Yeah. And. All of a sudden, they want James O'Keefe out. Very interesting. The board wants James O'Keefe out. And uh, it's it's funny because a lot of things that are happening right now, people, people thought it was one person, and it came out to be true, and they're now getting banned from the war room. I don't know if, if just him or was it the entire board that was banned from the war room from going on. And... Uh, getting kicked off of your club, the Young Republicans Club. Well, I mean, so one guy, uh, Matthew Tierman, and, and I, I, the times I met him, I mean, I, I never liked him. He's just a, uh, an, an egotistical prick. Uh, like one of those guys where you, 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 you get the feel that um, he's, he thinks he's, he's, you know, high, high, higher than thou and the His almighty shit doesn't, shit doesn't stink. You know, he, he uh, he thinks who the hell he is because of the people he surrounds himself with. He was very close with James O'Keefe, which is really gut wrenching too. Because you know uh, he he he's on the board of governors of the New York Young Republican Club. He's been suspended from his position uh, pending the outcome of what happens with the board and everything and the the things that go on. Um, you know James O'Keefe is involved in the New York Young Republican Club and and, and everyone around. Um, Arthi Maxwell, who's the Project Veritas press secretary, great guy. Uh, he's Black Hannity over on Twitter. Um, very close with James O'Keefe. Um, had great conversations with him in the past. And he's standing by James. Um, it seems I hear like a lot of people are. I hear a yeah. lot of people at Project Veritas are. A lot of the journalists are standing by him. A lot so, of people are going to follow him. He, he, here's the thing, too. You also have a lot of real shitbag conservative media influencers who just so happen to also be DeSanta bros who like their faces are covered with DeSantis boy batter are sticking up for Project Veritas in a way where like this one guy, Brendan Leslie out of Florida, I was attacking him today. He's a real piece of shit. He's like, oh, well, you know, you're telling everybody to cancel Project Veritas and unfollow them and not donate to them. But you're not thinking of the 60 or so journalists that 
put some of which who 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 were you know anonymous and things like that who put their blood sweat and tears who have jobs there um out of work if these people stop supporting and donating and my answer to that was well if those 60 or so journalists had any type of loyalty and integrity and realized why they're there they would have w- dropped everything cleaned out their personal effects of their desks and walked out of the With- building following james o'keefe absolutely now james o'keefe has his lawyers on it we know that there's going to be big lawsuits we know that there's going to be all sorts of legal action going on james o'keefe made it very clear at some point when he gets his ducks in a row he's going to be starting something new and and has invited quite a few people to to join him or i think maybe even left it open to anyone that wants to come over and and just right. like in uh, half baked, right? So it, it, it's, but it it's wild. I mean, we could speculate. The board is making up lies now that they're saying they're putting out a statement saying, "Well, he was he 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 wasn't doing the right thing with funds," which is odd to me how that would come out now after he made his statement when they're an actual non for profit and they they rely on their donors to operate which literally for the over the past 13 years went from like under a million dollars in revenue to last year like 22 million dollars in revenue all from donors. Mm-hmm. So I tell everybody if you're there there's so many people that have their monthly donation automatically going to Project Veritas and I, I I can't stress it enough that you should stop your donations there because without James O'Keefe there is no Project Veritas. James O'Keefe that. was Project Veritas. Um, we, I also would say that if we want to talk about finances and money and they want to accuse James O'Keefe of using the Project Veritas donations for personal use and being uh, 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 not trustworthy with them or whatever word you want to use, then I would demand every board member of Project Veritas to give up their personal finances to every donor, whether they donated $10 or a million dollars to Project Veritas so that those personal finances can be looked at with a pers- a, a fine tooth and comb to see where their money is coming from as board members of Project Veritas. Because, I mean, I, is there some type of influence? Is it something with the Pfizer story? Or is it also something with... Well, those people over on the board and other people that they surround themselves with who are anticipating Ron DeSantis to run for president and have already a lot of them made it clear that they want him to and supporting him, are they worried what Project Veritas, if James O'Keefe was still at the helm, what they might find out about Ron DeSantis during his presidential run? That that could be a possibility too. Much, much so. This this guy I, Matt T- Tierman, who is a DeSanta bro, who literally is jealous of James O'Keefe and his notoriety, jealous of his Twitter following, uh, and, and and everything else, and he's on the board. And and before this all came to light, Roan from Steak for Breakfast podcast and my and myself had a conversation that we we had this we saw the writing on the wall where this individual 
was like power hungry. As a matter of fact, this guy, uh, Matt Tierman, before this all came out, was supposed to go on steak for breakfast. Um, and when this was all a couple about a week or so ago, when this was all coming out, he actually contacted them and said, Hey, uh, due to the uh, everything that's going on, I'm not doing media right now. Um, because he knew this was all going to come out and that he was going to be exposed as a fraud piece of shit, um, along with the rest of the board. So well, I think because we all know James O'Keefe is going to come back and do, do his own thing. He's going to probably come back stronger than ever. Cause I guarantee a lot of the donors that are at project Veritas are there because of James O'Keefe and they're going to follow him into his next endeavor and leave project Veritas. I really wouldn't be surprised to see project Veritas to slowly just die. Uh, they're following has drastically gone down. They're losing followers at a rapid rate already. Uh, I'm not calling for them to cancel, but, uh, I think they're killing themselves like many companies have done before. This is nothing new in, in capitalism. They make a decision and, and, and they end up and ending up destroying themselves. And what I think would be the most amazing thing in the world and would not be surprised if imagine another year goes by. James O'Keefe is back on his feet doing his own thing. You'll see it sooner than that. Maybe even sooner. No, I'm saying he's probably uh, sooner than that, but. Over the next year, he he does his thing, and all of a sudden, a board member is on a on a on a Tinder date and on the hidden the James O'Keefe hidden camera, and they're they're disclosing things about what they're doing at the board because they're sloppy, dude. Oh. James O'Keefe was showing in his farewell address today uh, or yesterday, uh, yeah, uh, text messages, and I want to show this one clip. It was a, he he talked to them for a little while. I don't want to show the whole thing. No, it was this, like forty three minutes long. I I put it up on my Rumble channel. This is this this is a a a good clip from uh this. I I didn't even realize it was that long. Yeah, it's long. A board member reached out to one of our journalists and stated, "Quote: You get a raise if there is a restructure without James O'Keefe at Project Veritas." Yeah. I have a copy of the text message, and I'll give it to all of you. I redacted the name of the journalist. The board member deleted the message, but not before our journalist took screenshots. Good job, journalist. Yeah. <laughs> On Sunday, Everybody February cheers. 5th, now that's Sunday, two days after the Friday, a board member requested my presence at his home. He informed me, quote, you had nothing to do, James with this Pfizer story, unquote. Oh, do. Perplexed by this, I took out my iPad and showed him a video of myself confronting the Pfizer executive, which had 11 million views on YouTube. He responded, quote, but that was after the undercover video had already been done. Oh, after, yeah. oh, after the undercover video had been done. But oh. not only that, not only that, to go back to that text message, um, Board members, which has never been done before there, board members were going to um, employees themselves soliciting like those complaints and, and comments about James O'Keefe, these ridiculous comments about, you know, him not being easy to work for and all these other allegations, which, listen, even James O'Keefe has said himself, even on numerous occasions, that he's not easy to work for. I mean, I've actually heard him say it in person. 
um, at events, you know, just like, I, I'm not an easy person to work for. He demands a certain thing. It is what it is. We talked about it. We talked about it last week. We literally talked about this last week. He's the Michael Jordan of Project Veritas. Like he pushes everybody to be better. He wants, he wants excellence. He wants to get to the real story and, and be a true investigative sure. journalist. And he expects a certain level of sweat equity as well. And, and that's how people like Michael Jordan operated. We, we talked about it when you hear it in the, la- in the documentary, The Last Dance. He, his teammates hated him. He was not a fun teammate to be around. He's not like, oh, I want to go and hang out with Michael Jordan. He was a, piece, he was a dickhead. And yeah. he just wanted perfection all of the time. And that's what great, great people do. Like most great leaders, most people don't want to hang out with these great leaders because a lot of the times they come off as dickheads. Um, and and sometimes you, you have to be that lone wolf, that eagle flying in the sky uh, to, to, to really be the, that example. And some people don't, don't want to live up or be held accountable to that level. Absolutely. Uh, and it's and that's the case with many many people. Um, so they point finger to say he's not easy to work with, and that may be the case. But you know, it's his company, and that's the standard that he wants to carry himself by. Um, and I, you got to respect that. Yeah, you know, I have I respect for people like that because I wish I had that uh, that kind of drive like they do in a lot of cases. Um, it's it's unbelievable, and it's something to to, to work towards for sure. Yeah, I would. Um, I tell everybody just just keep an eye on it keep an eye on what's going on there. Um, there there's probably going to be more heat up from it, obviously. Uh, and unfortunately too, you also have the, the, the left and the mainstream media outlets that will eat this up because they're already reporting, you know, James, James O'Keefe was, it was outed and all of this, which he was, but not, they're not going to, they're, they're going to be, um, reveling in this because in their eyes project veritas is now broken and they can go and live on and say see all those deceptive edited videos and sneaking up and doing real investigative journalism got bit him in his ass because james o'keefe wasn't an ethical journalist that's that's the narrative that they'll push and it would not surprise me as if some point members of the board or people at Project Veritas that are not on Team O'Keefe will turn around and say, well, in all honesty, James O'Keefe really wasn't honest and ethical because he wanted the narrative pushed this way for clicks and views and to look good in the eyes of big donors. I'm sure at some point, if it's not being said already, it's going to be said. Of course, I'm sure it's going to be said, Alan. But 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 here's the thing: do you do you really think that Project Veritas would be where it would be without James O'Keefe? Absolutely not. No, that's not even the. Yeah, you can't even ask that question because you can. Well, what I'm saying is it's a rhetorical question because people know that he 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 started it. He started it. He was the main and and pretty much sole fundraiser for it i mean you know and and then made it to where it got big enough where all right it it needs a bigger infrastructure it needs a board it needs a cfo it needs a coo it needs this director of whatever it needs a board to help control because now you're not you're not talking about uh, a fly-by-night news organization that has a little bit of money coming in no now you have a multi-million dollar media outlet 
with a with a tremendous budget and and have to now report back to your donors and everything else of of, of what you're doing because they listen the donors themselves before all this bullshit happened the last couple of days they had the, the and and a law firm from uh that represented some of their biggest donors send the board of directors a cease and desist letter on what they were doing to James O'Keefe. That says a lot right there. I, I can't wait to hear what their 2023 revenue is going to be. They're going to, they're going to, I think they're, they're going to wither away and die. I really do. I, I, I just because of their own stupidity and their own decisions. Um, I'm not saying that they should be canceled. Um, I just, Oh, I I one hundred. So it, this is not saying that they should be canceled. In this, it's not cancel culture. No. This is an organization that has it? completely imploded from the inside due to complete nefarious bullshit. Like there's a, and so, yeah, it, ha- it happens all of the time in a free market where a company makes a decision and they end up to, they end up destroying themselves and they like look at blockbuster for example they had an opportunity to buy netflix they said no now blockbuster is no longer a company i guarantee 20 20 25 years ago if you said to somebody who's going to blockbuster every friday there'd be no blockbuster soon uh they wouldn't believe you and uh all of a sudden they're gone like certain decisions that people make inside of a company nobody wanted to like i I genuinely miss blockbuster dude like blockbuster was the tits because like Huh? You see, they have that. Bl- I forgot where it is. Um, like in Alaska, that Blockbuster Museum where you can go and spend the night, and it's like completely retro, like Blockbuster. That's. Yeah, I didn't know you could spend the night, I but think, I think they have a thing where you can rent that apart and actually sit there and watch Blockbuster. I know there's an operating Blockbuster in Alaska. Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. This is this isn't an operating Blockbuster. This is the Blockbuster one, Museum. One operating blockbuster left, dude. Is there? Yeah. How amazing is that? There's an operating Blockbuster. That that is wild. I had, I probably still have it somewhere in my Blockbuster card. I think it's probably in a file drawer somewhere with like a bunch of old IDs because I I rarely throw that shit out. I just throw it in a drawer. I bet you I still have the Blockbuster video card. I gotta look. Well, I I remember when Blockbuster went out of business. Uh, everything was on sale for like dirt cheap for like pennies, and I bought a bunch of DVDs. So I still have like Blockbuster cases at the house, and <laughs> and now I think you go on if you go on eBay, you can buy like. People selling like blockbuster video, like marketing stuff, like signs and stuff. For, like oh, yeah. they sell Coca-Cola memorabilia. But, but really think about it. There's so many, there's so many other examples. That's just the one that comes to mind right away. Oh, yeah. That that companies make decisions and they end up going out of business and, and dying and withering away because of those decisions. And I think because of this decision that they are making with James O'Keefe, who is the heart and soul of project veritas project veritas is going to wither away and die and whatever james o'keefe goes on to next which we know he's going to is going to be a a another mass ma- monster company and a uh, great investigative journalistic uh company I mean, there, there's articles talking about how he wanted to be he wanted to turn project veritas into an intelligence agency yeah this maniac I, I- I'm wondering, though, because Project Veritas, it's going to take them a while, I think, to wither away and die. They're going to attempt to to continue doing what they're doing with the journalists that they have. I'm just curious on who they're going to get now as the face of Project Veritas to lead the way or at least name they, – they, 
they're going to name a CEO. At some point, they're going to name a CEO. And is it'll the be CEO going to be the person that addresses like these people? Like, I, I, I would imagine, or it's going to run like other news organizations. Like, just say you're, you're normal, like, say, whatever, where the CEO is there, but he's not the face of it like James O'Keefe was. Like, James O'Keefe was the investigator. He was out there in the trenches. He was a reporter where they might just seat a CEO that oversees it, and then you're just going to have your your journalists, and it's not going to be a big a play as Project Veritas was because the only reason why Project Veritas was so big on YouTube, on this, on that, is the production that James O'Keefe produced with his production crew and the stories and interviews he put together. Like, you'll never see anything. You won't see that anymore from Project Veritas. The no. whistleblower where the woman's sitting there from HHS talking about how the U.S. government is trafficking children from the border. You're not going to see that on the scale that we saw it. No. You'll see You'll see that wherever, whatever he project he does next. That's where you'll see it, 100%. You're not going to see it from Project Veritas, and this is, again, why they're going to wither away and die. No one like The reason why Project Veritas set themselves away from all of the other news outlets and journalists was because of the way that they conducted their journalism, true investigative journalism. It's no longer like, uh, well, yeah, we're just going to write puff pieces and uh, well, orange man bad. They can still... That's not necessarily true. They can still operate doing their because they have they have some great investigative journalists. James O'Keefe didn't do every bit of of, of investigative journalism. Oh, no, I understand that. There's a team of some really really great journalists there, and if they choose to stay there, I mean, what's going to happen is obviously the board is going to have to figure out what they're going to do. One about a CEO, how they if they're going to do any restructuring, and then have to answer to the donors that decide to stick around because I am sure there are going to be donors, small and large, that are going to be presented with this and say, listen, we want you to stick around. It's going to be business as usual. We're doing some restructuring. We're going to do the same type of journalism that we're doing, which they're still capable of doing, but they're not going to see what they've what they're seeing with, with without James O'Keefe. But they will, they'll end up being a it, they'll they'll end up being there, but again, because um, they will have donors stick around. One hundred percent, they will have yes. donors that stick around and want to see them still doing the work that they do with the journalists they have. So but I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet that it's not going to last much longer. It's probably going to be around for another year or two, and huh? they're going to slowly wither away and die. I, I, that's just my prediction. Uh, you look at some of these. You look at some of these bullshit media outlets that stick around. That, that don't have big budgets at all or know? or 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 hot take hot take they're gonna get picked up by some mega donor and they're gonna try to turn project veritas and take project veritas because if if it is true that he's getting ousted because of this pfizer story that means that pfizer and these mega establishments have infiltrated project Veritas on the board and they could be like, okay, well project Veritas has this kind of brand already brand equity already built into the conservative movement. We can now maybe take that brand and use it to spin our agenda and make it seem like it's a conservative outlet and make it this big, uh, this, this yeah. big news spot. That's now a trust trusted news source. Uh, that they use for a tool for themselves. It's very possible. Oh, I, I think Project Veritas lost, since this has lost 
the trust of many conservatives who looked at Project Veritas to see what was going on th- with things. They're, they're yeah. going to have to build that back up. What what I, I think a more of a of a of a plausible scenario I see is a larger conservative outlet going to the board and making an offer to a, to to buy them. Like um, as let's take a right side broadcasting for a minute. Maybe uh, an, an outlet like that or the Epic Times would come around and say, hey, listen, we know what's going on. We see what's going on. If you've lost this much, this many donors, we're going to make this offer or figure out this deal to absorb Project Veritas as a division of well, maybe right side broadcasting, maybe Epic Times. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you might see something really crazy, which wouldn't surprise me um, if – the Daily Wire approaches them and says, "Hey, we'll absorb you. We'll we'll absorb all of your journalists. We want this. We want this type of wing at the Daily Wire, and we'll have Project Veritas Daily Wire or whatever it is. You know, I that I think might be a a, a, a that's definitely more I, of a possibility. That's, that's you know, definitely a possibility. I could definitely if I, was, if if I was sitting here right now as a multi multi millionaire, I would approach the board. I would make an offer." To figure out how it would have to work, because I think that they are technically a nonprofit, so I don't know how yeah. all that all that shit would have to go. Where if I could buy the brand, I would buy it. I would lay off every single person, and I would dissolve it. And just, <laughs> goodbye. See you later. No, that's awesome. I, I, I would spend. Oh, what's it going to cost me? Twenty million. Twenty million dollars for Project Veritas. Done. I'm going to buy it. All right. It's mine. I took. I. I. I acquired it. It's mine now. I have full control. You're all fired. I would rip down every sign. I'd burn down the building, and I'd say Project Veritas that's, no longer exists. That's, that's hysterical. That is hysterical. That would be amazing. And that's that's also a possibility. Who knows? Like that's that's definitely something that that, that could happen. Doubtful. There aren't, there aren't that many crazy people out there like yeah, me. Doubtful. Nobody else is going to do that. But it's. <laughs> Definitely a possibility. There may be a sick fact out there that's got a lot of money that can pull that off. But uh, James, James, there's there's sick fuck, and then there's Alan Jacoby level sick fuck, and then, yeah. I don't know if there's anyone could get to that level. <laughs> I have. I don't think I've met one. Uh, you're a fucking psychopath. And dude. while the Project Veritas building is burning to the ground, I would have Nancy Pelosi lookalikes dancing in the parking lot topless. Oh my goodness. Yeah, just fucking fun bags everywhere. Fun bags, and maybe even Lizzo twerking. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. my nightmares, dude. It's wow. my nightmares, dude. It's coming to life. It's terrible. That's fucking terrible. So well, we're gonna close out on Alan because uh, a lot of people, like you were talking earlier, and this is this is what reminded me of this clip. Uh. A lot of DeSantis bros are still running around, and uh, oh, it's gonna still it's gonna get worse. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? It's it's gonna yeah, it's just heating up. It's just heating up, and uh, you know, uh, we were talking about Jimmy Dore earlier and how he uh, was you know dropping some major truth bombs uh, on Pat uh, uh, Patrick Bet David's show and a couple other interviews he was doing. He's been dropping some truth bombs, but but Patrick Bet David put him on the, on spot, and what he says about uh, his feelings towards Donald Trump is spot on, and I think it's worthy of a share uh, because I wish more people felt this way 
about Donnie and his accomplishments and who he is and what he's been up against this entire time. So, so far for us to have somebody that is not afraid to go up against these bullies that we know from both sides, this is what we have so far. Honesty, integrity is not for sale, has their own money, thick skin, courage. What else would you say? Do we want to add anything else to this? Compassion, right? Compassion. You want somebody's okay. going to care That's about I agree. That's a good one. one. Good call, Rob. What else would you say? I mean, this is, you know, what, what else would you put on this list here? Well, somebody said conviction. Okay, let's put like conviction. Conviction is, is there anything else you want to add to it? I think that's good. Let's start get, with that. Yeah, just not being okay. caught and having courage is so, a good start. So, so for me, when, when, you, when you explain this to me, I, I, uh, uh, I hate to say this, and I know people are going to lose their minds when I say this, including yourself. There's only one name I think about. Uh-oh. You know, you know the name. Who? There's only one name you put on this list here. You're going to put Trump. There's only one name. What's the name? One name. He said it. Trump? Let me explain to you why. <laughs> by, by, by the way, let me explain to you why, though. Okay. Let me explain to you why. The challenge with everything you said, when you said, well, you know, he didn't even do it. Look at him. He said he's going to go to the CIA. And then Schumer said, what? You know, you realize what they're going to do? You realize they got six. All this stuff that you said about CIA. Of course. Do you, do you think a, take a company that's been around for 20 years. Let's change it. Take a company that's been around for two years. Okay. They got 42 employees. You become a CEO. Are those people who are 42 employees, are they fully, fully loyal yet? Or it's just too start of a company. They can still say, no, we need somebody that knows what they're doing. They'll flip to you immediately if you're a good CEO, right? Okay. Take a company that's 10 years and you come in. Maybe there's a little bit more loyalty. It's going to be hard to flip these guys, right? Take a company that's 40 years. You're going to have a hard time flipping. So you got to fire a lot of people, right? Take a company that's 100 years. Take a company that's been around since 1776. Let's just call this company USA, okay? And you come in and you want to really the way these guys have been country club politicians and you want to break that apart are you you don't have one enemy that's right you don't have two enemies you don't have a hundred enemies you have hundreds if not thousands of enemies mm -hmm. who will not let you ruin what they've been able to convince the american people of doing to of give, pull that off it takes a very unique individual who is not going to be liked by a lot of people who is accustomed to not being liked, who is accustomed to having thick skin, who's accustomed to negotiating with dirty people, politicians, business people. He's well dealt with everybody who's accustomed for that. I'm not telling you he's the guy, but if you're saying you want somebody to go up against the establishment, I ask you names, you couldn't come up with names. The lowest score you gave out of all the presidential candidates was only Trump. That's the lowest score you give. Out of all the names, and outside of Tulsi Gabbard, because you gave Tulsi like a 50, is what you gave. You gave Ron like a 50, I think, but Ron is not going to run. Tulsi could run. This is not a regular person's job, is all I'm saying. It's not a regular person. He's 100% spot on. And, and uh, you really have to think about what, what Trump has been up against and what he's been battling. And uh, he's still standing strong. And uh, Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. think people give him the credit he deserves. They, they, they look back. I don't agree with everything he does. Neither, and you shouldn't. There, there's, there's certain things that anybody does you shouldn't agree with any anybody a hundred percent like if you're a true free thinker you should not agree with anything that everybody one person does every everything i mean um so so there's things that you may not agree with and that's fine but at the end of the day does he get the job done or does his policies work does, does he stand up in, in the face of the deep state absolutely they hate him for a reason they're constantly attacking him for a reason this this patrick ped david which you know yeah, I could take him or leave him. Not not a huge fan. Could care less, really. He likes to hear himself talk. You, you know, you hate everybody, Alan. So that's, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really get into narcissistic people with big egos who say. Because here's why I'm saying it about him. Because everything you just said, he's spot on. But everything he just said, everything he just said, which he, which he talked about Donald Trump. Let's face it, everything he just said, 
you have said, I have said, just in a different way. Of course, of so course. Like, but, I, but, but, but Alan, here's the thing. Here's the thing. First off, I enjoy his content because he brings on a lot of yeah. uh, people who have differing points of view and he debates mm -hmm. them and i really enjoy uh the fact that that people actually come on and entertain that because you don't see that very often most people don't want to come on and have those debates and have those those conversations right uh, and, and it's pretty cool to watch i also like his interviews with like sammy the bull and uh michael francis and the the mob mm -hmm. and uh all that i think it's it's really really good content um but it's important for people like him to say these things, Alan, like, we, we, like I, I, he, I, has, he has a tremendous following. I just, and it's, and it's not just, he has a tremendous following. He, 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 uh, we talk about this all the time, as much as we don't agree with the way society works and the way that we view the, the world and how we think doesn't mean that reality around us isn't viewing these people of status a different way and mm -hmm. being influenced by these people of status. So, it's important for people like that to come out and say, well, we've been saying forever. And he's a very respected businessman. Uh, he's got a very huge podcast, a huge platform, and people respect him when he says things like that. It, it's going to carry a lot, a lot of weight. And it's important for people like that to say these things. And, well, I'm, and not it's, I'm not saying it's not. I just, he has a big podcast because he's a tremendous businessman with a lot of money. And was able to get a very large following very quick. And that's great. And I'm glad he's saying things like that because people look at him and say, Oh, Patrick, David said it. So it must be true. You know, it's one of those things. It's just, it's just a thing about me where nobody impresses me. Like literally, but I, I'm, I'm probably the most least in, in, in impressionable person you'll ever meet in your life. That's why I stated, Alan, you don't fucking like anybody. Not that I don't like anybody. Like, I just, but, the, but why I like him is because he brings on guys that he does not, he, he, do, everything that he believes in and stands for, they believe the complete opposite and he, sure. he debates them. And I respect that. Like I, I, I respect people that are willing to put their ideas up to debate and conversation. Like that's, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. We, we need more people doing things like that. And that's, that's, that's what I love about, our show and many other shows out there that aren't just monolithic, uh, you know, echo chambers. No. It's, you know, people debating ideas and discussing on their points of view of what, what, what they see and what, what they see going on. Um, and that's the great thing about free, be, living in a free country and being a free thinker Absolutely. because you can think for yourself. Like you guys see me and Alan go back and forth all the time. You should be having these discussions with your friends, your family as well. Like the whole, the, what I love about this show is we try to normalize that for everybody, having these hard discussions, having these conversations that we all should be talking about instead of kicking the can down the curb. Oh, we don't talk about that. It's, it's, you don't talk about politics, religion, or, yeah. or, or money with people. The, those times are past. We need to be discussing these ideas and these things are going that are going on. You don't, and I, I've, I've say, I say this often, like, you don't have to agree all the time with the people on your team, meaning like if you are a Republican and there are Republicans out there that you don't agree with, you're allowed to do that. And you should do that because if we're all in lockstep, that's a problem. Like, just look at the Democrats in the House, how they're all in lockstep. 
the Republicans in the House are not in lockstep. Many of them disagree with each other. Many of them are very outspoken with disagreeing with each other. Marjorie Taylor Greene said it. She is very hard to get all of the Republicans to vote the same way. It's very hard to get them to vote the same way. Like there's, there's a lot of work involved. Where the Republicans, the, the Democrats, the, the, the leader of the Democrats in the House will say, this is how we're voting, and everyone's in lockstep because they know that they, they think that this, this, this solidarity of everyone voting the same way. I mean, look at the, look, look at the Speaker of the House vote, how all 15 times – Right, fifteen, whatever it was, two hundred, what, two hundred and twenty-two Democrats voted the same way every single time, and the Democrats are like, "Well, this one's voting for this one, this one's voting for that one." So, it's okay to disagree <laughs> on the same team. Like yeah. you and I disagree all the time, and everyone should know. Like I'm always right, and you're always wrong. Alan's and a piece of shit, okay. and he <laughs> is definitely not right all the time. Oh, really quick. It was while we were on the show on Tucker Carlson. Uh, he had uh, Vivek Remiswamy on, who's he's a Republican, multimillionaire entrepreneur. He's an author. Uh, he's a tech guy. Um, he, uh, you know, he's a whatever. He's a science guy. Um, he just announced he's running for president as a Republican. He threw his hat in the ring. Oh, so he had another multimillionaire. Pence was on Hannity tonight. And he says he's strongly considering running for president. So this guy announced, so now we have three. We have Trump, we have Nikki Haley, and we have this guy, Vivek Ram is, Ram is whammy. Uh, Ram it up as whammy. I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to call him. He's 37 years old. Um, hopefully he'll spend a shit ton of money and be out before the first debate. I'd love to see that. But whatever. I'm, I'm, I, I know. I think the more the merrier the debates. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm praying, dude. For 2016 Donnie debates, I am praying. I cannot wait. We're having watch parties. It's going to be epic. It's going to be hysterical. It's going to be so much fun. I think to secure, so my my, my opinion, just like 2016, I think to secure Donald Trump getting the nomination, we need between eight to ten Republicans running in the primary, and well, I think I, that will be. Um, the more the merrier, in my opinion. The short, we're already at three. It's gonna it's gonna get up pretty quick. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll probably see Pence. You'll see Tim Scott. Um, you'll you know you'll 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 see yeah you'll, you'll see a bunch more. You think Cruz throws his hat in the in the ring again? No, no, I don't. I don't think. Um, no, I don't think Cruz is gonna run. I think he's going to come out and eventually endorse Trump. Um. Uh, and then I believe, I mean, if I, if I was Cruz, I would sit back and say, uh, I'm going to endorse Trump as hard as I can. I'm going to fundraise for him. And when Trump wins, I'm going to hope that he, that he makes me SCOTUS replacing Clarence Thomas. Cause Clarence Thomas is going to go after the next election. He's oh, going to, he's probably, I think he's going to retire. Yeah, he's not long for the world as a uh, as a judge. Oh, I don't know. I mean, me, I I'd stay till I'm dead. As long as I had my faculties, I'd I'd stay till I'm dead. And he's he's the uh, the most constitutional abiding judge, I think, on the Supreme Court, in my and opinion. He, and he and he's the senior. He's he's got the, he's there the longest now. 
I know you should be the chief justice over uh, John Roberts. Yeah. That, but in any case, I, you know, and then again, we'll see if we'll see if Ron DeSantis actually um, pulls the plug. He, he decided to take a trip to New York and Staten Island, which Staten Island is tremendous Trump country. You know, in the city of New York, out of the five boroughs, Staten Island is is hardcore Trump country. He shows up, he does an event, and there was like I think there was a hundred people there. Uh, you know, and and. Donnie, Donnie's, Donnie's down in Florida, and look at the turnout on the street. Yeah, yeah. Like this is a DeSantis country. Like Donnie is still, still bringing crowds. Just when he oh, shows up as well. I mean, DeSantis brings his crowds too. Florida. Not like that, dude. <laughs> Not like. I'm sorry. No, there is still this day zero politician, zero person that, that that brings crowds like that anywhere he goes. It's cool. unbelievable. You Absolutely. don't see that with any anybody. And and the love and support that he gets anywhere this man goes, it's it's uh hard to believe that people don't see that this 2020 election was rigged like this guy's not president he's not campaigning people just love this man and what he's done for our country especially now more than ever after seeing what these evil fucks have been trying to do the past two years um but and another guy i wish i wish ron DeSantis would would tell all these people that are trying to pressure him and raise money and get on the run i wish he would just turn around and say i'm staying in florida i'm governing florida i'm going to endorse donald trump and then hopefully maybe work something out with him and end up, like I said, either becoming uh, running the DOJ as attorney general or uh, secretary of state or some ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that would be the smartest political move, in my opinion, for him, because if he does that, he's got a, a great shot at 2028 if there's a 2028 election. Um, it, other, other than that, if he, he, he blows his shot now, blows his load now, he, he'll never recover. No, I don't think so. I don't think he'll, he'll he'll ever recover. He was a nobody before Donnie came in and saved him. Um, and you know who knows what this is going to happen though. I mean, this 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 next coming year, like we said earlier, they're prepping us for World War Three. You got China, uh, you know, talking about helping Russia. This is what they're teaching our. Yeah. And we're having drag queen story hour. Um, and, uh, you know, so 2023, 2024 election is going to be very, very interesting. Um, we see. and, uh, we didn't even get to talk about today. AI, I wanted to dive into that. Maybe we'll say that for Friday or next week. Uh, we got some good guests coming up. I'm really excited for that. Maddie Ray is joining us at the beginning of March. Uh, that's going to be a fun show. Um, and, uh, we still have that special surprise that we're waiting to hear on. We, may, we might be having that in the next coming couple of weeks. So we'll, I, haven't we'll heard, I haven't heard anything. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, Alan, it was a fun Tuesday. We'll be back on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yep. This Friday. This Friday. Friday. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Eight thirty. Come and hang out with me and Alan. Gangbang on the government. I'm sure we're gonna have another month's worth of news to cover. Uh, there's so much going on. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, shout out to our sponsors. My page scars, go to mypagescars.com, code WPRUSA, Kush Creams, go to kushcreams.com, 
code great 1776 or WPR USA for 15% off. And can't forget serious CBD. Go to get serious dash CBD.com. Pick up yours today. Code WPR USA. Alan, we'll be back on Friday. Uh, it's been fun guys. Enjoy the, the middle part of your week. Hump day is tomorrow. Actually, I'll be back tomorrow. Are you, are you doing some more solos this week? Thursday. Thursday, I think I'm yeah, doing. Too. We gotta do it. We gotta stop, stop talking. The shitter get off the bot, Alan. Let's do a uh, uh, Instagram live soon or uh, a Twitter space soon. Let's figure that out. We'll figure it out. Twitter space and Instagram live. We'll probably do both. We'll probably do both. Probably sounds good to me. But uh, yeah, we'll be back on Friday. Tune in tomorrow, tomorrow morning for Winning Wednesday and Alan Thursday uh, for his solo show, The Great Divide. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. 
They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.